Today on Gamerhead Radio, we talk about the Game Awards and the PlayStation Experience 2016. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. If you can possibly believe it and wrap your brain around it, this is the 196th episode of this episode of this show. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. Morbius the villains, come on! I- I'm exhausted, battered, beaten, and overnapped. Goat. So it's another week on the show, is what you're saying. <laughs> and I'm Charlie Thicket Jordan going worth it. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Hello. Hello. Hello, How, to, uh, hello, to, hello to anybody that may have just popped over from my Pony Advent Calendar video I just did on Facebook. Wonderful. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, all the time, forever and ever. Um, gents, um, obviously, if we are all sitting uh, here doing this show live, then none of us are dead, presumably. Um, which means. Just inside. Ha- yes, yes. Um, you for 196 episodes. Um, means we're, we all had a week. Tell me about it. What, what did you guys do? Well, I went to my first furry con, so that was a, that was a new experience for me. You, uh, Fur Fest? Fur Fest. Um, the, uh, it's, you know, I've, I've been exposed to the world of furries uh, on a cursive level from, um, from my time, you know, at pony conventions. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a couple fursuiters that have pony suits that come to furry conventions. And um, I've gotten to, you know, I've always been aware of, you know, uh, you know, on, you know, on vaguely aware. And um, this is really more the right word. It's not really fandom, you know, the community. And, um, you know, I've I've become more interested, and more intrigued um, with them since dealing with them at Pony Cons, and as has Michelle. And um, so we both decided that Midwest Fur Fest took place this last weekend, uh, wrapping up today. Actually, their their Dead Dog Dance is going to be starting in thirty minutes. They actually have a dance that goes all the way into the wee hours of Sunday morning. Um, uh, then uh, we decided we were going to go check it out, and um, and so we went over there yesterday and Saturday blast had a great time uh met some cool people um and uh yeah i mean like it's a lot like a pony con just instead of being pony centric it's just you know it's um um but yeah no it was it was it was definitely interesting and we uh we plan to go back again next year and um from what i hear um they their registration numbers surpassed those of anthrocon which previously was the largest the world and so i believe i'm told that they are now the largest furry convention in the world so um it they um i i know i this is not an official number i have not seen this anywhere this is just something that i overheard from a trusted friend um somewhere exceeding seven thousand attendees well so there you go man uh, it was it was quite the experience um the, the but, midwest uh, seems uh, to to attract a lot of like the largest numbers and conventions unless you're comic books and then it's san diego comic-con yeah um, and I have I have determined that one has not lived until they have seen a furry dance off. That was possibly one of the greatest things I've ever. Seen. I would imagine that the heat <laughs> of those uh, suits are probably prone to causing mild strokes. <laughs> lots of heat strokes, lots of heat strokes. 
I, I, I'm, I'm told that, um, you know, that uh, having bus <clears throat> calls for people passing out from heat exhaustion is by far one of the, is the, mo the most frequent issue of that kind that they have to deal with. But um, aside from that, I mean, like, you know, no, nobody, nobody really being, you know, stepping out of line otherwise. So that, that's, a, that's good. It just seems like a really great community. Mm -hmm. Everybody wondering, um, I, uh, community, I am perfectly happy with observing and not participating in. So <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, given the beard, you're already participating anyways. That's true. That's I, a, I, I suppose. You're at least wearing a head, <laughs> you know, based on the heat level. How about you, Goat? What did you do this week? Uh, I went, weirdly enough, I went, uh, I was in the same neighborhood about five blocks from Charlie Saturday night because I went to the uh, Chicago Wolves game at uh, the Ice oh, yeah, Arena. I, I think Jim was there. JR was there too, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little IMW uh, thing. It was me, Ed, and Jim, <laughs> and we went out and uh, we, we got ruckus and uh, watched some hockey. Delightful. It was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good time. It's been a while since I've been to a hockey game, and I, I miss them. Nothing, so nothing was, more fun. It was an animal-themed week. Is what it is. You with the wolves. Yes. You with the with the the furries, and then me many with wolves. my savage many animal of a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was that's my that's my animal theme for the week. My son's a little savage. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That works. Um. But but yeah, I had a I had a very uh, productive week. I had a um, <clears throat> kind of a, a crazy week at work because they're shaking some things up, and um, my wonderful, amazing boss is leaving. And uh, that made me very sad, but uh, they're, you know, very busy week at work. And um, what else was it? Shit. Um, we had, uh, well, I had, a, I had another like debate this week and I had to go and compete for school and do debate team shit. And uh, uh, was a short version is without talking about all that shit that nobody cares about. It was, um, I should have won a gold medal in, uh, in pros presentation, but uh, one of the judges lost my ballot and I was not qualified because they had no score with which to base me on. So, uh, the Wait, other, so, yeah. so, you, so you did compete and did somebody compete. did oh, yes. score you. Oh, yes. But then the piece of paper I, that they I scored did, you on. I did two separate rounds of prose presentation and uh, impromptu speaking. And I did okay in the impromptu speaking. I've never been great at it. But the prose presentation, um, I've won. I, I mean, I've won awards with both, but I've won awards with the prose presentation. And this piece in particular is doing really good stuff. And, uh, I didn't fucking like the one person like gave me these insane mo notes and marks and stuff that were like, yes, all fucking great. And then the other person was like, Oh, I lost his ballot. So they couldn't place me because of it. And the person that ended up winning was, um, we'll say mediocre and it bummed me out really bad. So, um, <clears throat> that was, that was the extent of my week and my weekend. Um, we're getting ready for con out the leak coming up too. So I've been doing a little bit of rehearsing and practicing and, kind of conversing with my brother back and forth about what's to what's to do coming up here so uh, in the next couple of weeks as that unfolds otherwise that's it man i had just a very i had a normal people week i don't know how i feel about it i don't like it yeah i understand uh, um people week this week but um yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um but um i'll uh but john since you mentioned con i'll delete i'll take this opportunity as a programming note to remind everybody the gamerhead radio will be recording live at con I'll delete mm -hmm. on sunday in the panel room four from 1 to 2 30 p 
p.m. So if you're attending Connell Delete, and you should, um, make sure to swing by um, Panel and 4 on Sunday at 1 p.m. to check out Gamerhead Radio recording live. And um, those are always incredibly fun shows to do. They uh, they always, they, 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 they um, it's, it's almost guaranteed that things will fall off the rails and it will not be a normal show in the best way possible. So uh, definitely stop by if you're, if you're able. Um, absolutely. Come watch us uh, talk silly and be ridiculous about video games like we do. If any of you guys have seen or watched the live show, you know exactly what kind of fucking shenanigans you're getting yourself into. So come do the thing that we do so you can watch us do the voodoo we do so well. I can't believe I just I mean, said that. Um, I was, I was anyway. going to let it go. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just move on and let it die. Um, so quickly, we'll review what games are coming out this week. Uh, it's a big week for some. Um, and uh, so on Tuesday, December 6th, Within is coming out. Uh, it's a VR game coming out on the Vive, the PSVR mm. and the Oculus Rift. Uh, Dead Rising 4 is coming out on the Xbox One and the PC. And finally, believe it or not, The Last Guardian is finally getting its release. I'm going to keep saying finally because it's really appropriate <laughs> for this title. Uh, it's finally coming out on the PS4. Believe it. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One Scarif expansion is coming out on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC, as well as Star Wars Battlefront X-Wing VR missions coming out on the PSVR. Uh, I really I'm actually pretty excited about that. I'm very excited yeah. about it. I, as, as am I. Um, as, as an old school like X-Wing and TIE Fighter player, yes, yes, all of the yes. Um, Arizona Sh- Sunshine is coming out on the Vive and the Oculus Rift. I Expect You to Die is coming out on the Rift and the PSVR. Sounds like a horrible game to play in VR. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the Unspoken is coming out on the Oculus Rift. VR Sports Challenge on the Rift. And, and uh, everything. Uh, 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 Rip Coil. Action. Dext. Dead Hungry and The Climb are all coming out on the Oculus Rift. So it's a big week for the Rift, apparently. On Wednesday, December 7th, ROM Extraction, O-M, but it, that's how it's spelled, but um, I'm just going to say ROM Extraction coming out on the PC. And Earth's Dawn also coming out on the PC. December 8th, Nitro Plus Blasters with uh, <laughs> Heroines Infinite Duel coming out on the PC. And the gigantic open beta will be, uh, well, opening up on Xbox One and PC. And then on Friday, December 9th, Space Hulk Deathwing is coming out on the PC. Looking into the future, uh, Bastion is getting an Xbox One release on December 12th. Um, so if you haven't played that, you will have the opportunity. Um, December 13th, Drive, Drive, Drive. Uh, it's coming on the PS4 and the PC. Uh, but does it have Horizon. exclamation points in the name? Because it, it, that spelling implies that it should. It does. It does. Um, drive, exclamation point, drive, exclamation point, drive, exclamation point, coming out on the PS4 and the PC. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 Blizzard Mountain expansion coming on the Xbox One and the PC. Oh, come and on. And Goat's most favorite and least favorite thing, um, racing games <laughs> and snow. Anyway, um, anyway that, I'm just, it's already big enough. Don't help. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Stardew Valley is coming out on the PS4. Wednesday, December 14th, Stardew Valley is getting its Xbox One release. And Guilty Gear um, Exerd uh, Revelator coming out on the PC. And then Thursday, December 15th, Super Mario Run is uh, getting its release on iOS, which I'm kind of sort of moderately excited about. But we'll have to see how that goes. Um, so, yeah. 
there's our week. Um, I'm personally very excited that I will finally have a copy of Last Guardian in my hands. Um, are you guys looking forward to that or anything else on this list? A couple little odds and ends on there, but I mean, like, like everybody else, pretty much Last Guardian. Curious, like you said, about Super Mario Run. And um, I mean, any, anything else? I, there, there were a handful of other things that I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll play that if I can get around to it, you know, but uh, for the most part, Last Guardian is the only thing that is like, we just got to have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is going to be really hard to do because I don't own a PlayStation 4. Poor hapless bastard that I am. Um, yeah. Just buy the game and look at it, John. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stare at it. An iOS device to play Super Mario Run. So there's that. That is... I. They gave me a... a I have a work phone that has iOS on oh. it. So. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's a, an iPhone 6, so... I kind of, kind of a little bit do. So, um, what about you, Goat? Anything on there? Anything on there you're feeling, thinking, wanting to play? I mean, obviously, Forza Horizon expansion, and as much as I love and hate the idea of adding more hours to an 80 hour game, uh, drive, drive, drive. About wasting another massive chunk of your existence on a game that you may not have time to finish? No, I I finish all of Forza's. I, that's, I just, I do. It may take me a while, but I get them done. Uh, but that drive, drive, drive sounds fun just because, you know, ex- they're already excited about you driving three times places. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, other than that, gameplay footage of that one, check it out. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I, 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 I'm probably the only person on the planet who doesn't care about Last Guardian. I just, no, I have sure no you're interest. not the only person. Okay, I know, like I five know a lot of, us. of people. We meet on who... Saturdays. Who think that their <laughs> games are really overrated? I know, I know a bunch of people. To be fair, yeah. that don't either don't get it or just don't care about that yeah. style. I think, I think a little bit. My brother is one of those guys where he doesn't like hate them. He has no like vitriolic, like rage toward them. He's just very like, oh yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, like I'll get it eventually, probably when it's twenty bucks or something like that. Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I meant to play this. <laughs> like that about nintendo everything now too he's just like yeah it was fine when i was a kid but i'm an adult and it's cute and i don't want cute so mm-hmm. you know he wants boobs funny. and blood no not even that he just wants grown up <laughs> you know nick does that's uh, pretty nick, grown up i think nick smothered his inner inner child with uh uh you know probably nacho cheddar mm. <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah yeah good stuff well so Let's talk a little bit about, about then what we played this week. Um, did you guys manage to squeeze in some time to do a little bit of video gaming? Yes. <laughs> any any more dry and uh, you could start a forest fire on your soul, goat. What about you, Charlie? What about you, Charlie? <laughs> um, yeah, I did. Um, so... Um, I received my copy of uh, Final Fantasy 15, like most other people that pre-ordered that aren't named Dan Halaki. Um, poor, Tuesday. poor Dan. And, uh, I felt so bad for him. I was laughing all the way to GameStop to buy it. Of course you were. Um, so it's just, I, 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 I would be remiss if we did not mention this, just because I feel it, it's so cosmically horribly ironic um, that Dan Halaki, who's been on the show before, um, he's a... Uh, absolutely i would say the the biggest rpg like jrpg fan that we know on the show and he has been posting and commenting and talking about final fantasy 15 
year. Like, Ten years. Constantly. Well, I mean, yes, but really in the Players Club, like it has really ramped up, and he's been very excited for this game over the last year. And out of everybody that I know that pre-ordered it, out of everybody that requested a copy, um, he his copy um, did not show up. Like it was just late from Thanksgiving. Poor fucking Dan, Dan, man. Poor Dan. For two days. Two days. Not, not not delayed just one day. It was delayed two whole days, which in which in the skin of somebody in his situation, I'm sure felt like an eternity. Um, so yeah, um, it just uh, felt bad for the guy. Um, the the working theory is that um, he he works for the post office. He's mentioned on the show. He works for the yeah. post office, and it was UPS that was delivering it. And so That's... the working the working theory is that it was done specifically to smite him by his professional competition. Well, that's that's the irony too is the fact that he's in packaging and shipping and he's getting burnt by a shipping company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks. He's like, lot. I should have said through work they would have got a tear. I'm like, yeah, I should have. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Um, so uh, so he did finally receive his copy. Thank goodness um, for all of us. But um, but yeah, no. So I I started playing mine. Um, I went ahead and I sat down. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't do that. I can't do what? You can't. You can't just skip in line. No, no. You saw Fall Four <laughs> to catch up on. You can't just throw Final Fantasy Fifteen to the top of the list. You just you can't uh, do that. That's unfair to everybody else who's been waiting a year. Goat, I am a tax-paying American, uh, and I, I I can do whatever I please. Thank you very much. Um, and so I did. I, I popped in Final Fantasy Fifteen just because I really wanted to. I I just needed to know. I, I needed to know, and especially after a, a a gentleman whose name is currently escaping me posted in the Players Club that he beat his copy in ten hours which for a fantasy game is like a quarter of the length of what it usually takes to get through one of those unless you're like speed running and even then that's like half the length um um and so that that more than anything like uh, definitely contributed to me wanting to play it and see what I'll, you know just 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 see what, what was going on with it um it is weird it is very weird for me um it's it's like um any final fantasy game that i've played before um which is i'm not saying is a bad thing i'm just saying it is it is definitely unlike the combat system is unlike anything in a any game i've ever played before um it's literally for those who haven't touched the game who haven't done anything with it you know typically your final fantasy games are like you know you you select out of a list of options whether you're going to attack or cast magic or heal or whatever and it's it's you know it's they used to be straight turn-based and then they came, you know, got into like more of a real time system. Now it's you literally press and hold a button to do repeated attacks against somebody. It is much more of an action game than a turn based. I mean, th there is no turn based to it anymore. I mean, there, there's a kind of a mode that you can that you can turn on to make it kind of turn based, but even still, not really. It, it's just very, very, very weird, very different. Um, the the thing that I absolutely could not help but notice right from the get go, it's like I had been I had been trying to stay spoiler free on Final Fantasy fifteen, um, so I hadn't really been following it too closely. Um, I only watched the Kingsglaive movie just like the other like the day like on Monday the day before it came out. Um, you know that's that's just how much I was trying to not intentionally. Um, I'm sort of taken aback at how whitewashed the cast is. Um, every single like they they put up a um, a poster like like a, like a promo image that's like a slice of like a section of like all the main characters' faces, and every single person in this game is like, the most part, some of them yeah, have kind of you, a tan. But I have to like, consider that this is still a Japanese property made by Japanese people, of which yeah, and none of them look is, Japanese. Is 
Yeah, but 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 uh, but, uh, but but think about the last several games. There has at least been like a black male lead. You know, you've got Barrett in Final Fantasy VII. You've got the, the dude, the Afro with the bird with the chocobo chick in his hair. From, Here, from here's from what the will always one. be my perspective, especially in a storytelling medium. It doesn't matter whether it's movies, um, like uh, fiction or video games. My perspective on that has always been. Um, nobody is obligated by a social standard to tell a story other than what the, they want to tell. And that does not have to include anybody other than who wrote the story and what they want it to be. Now, do I think that it's a good thing to appeal to more than one person when you're telling a story? Of course, but on a creative level, an artistic level, nobody should ever be told. I don't, I don't believe that your cast is to this or your cast is to that, unless it's just out and out fucking offensive. You know what I mean? That's that's just my opinion on that, by the way. My brother and I have had a lot of discussions about people being critical of storytelling mediums. And if it's if it's a fictional thing and somebody wrote it as a work of their mind, I don't believe that other people have the right to... You can certainly opine on it, I think. You Which know, is all I'm you doing. feel like that's clear. the case, yeah. But but I feel pretty strongly about that stuff. That's just my... I'm not saying... You're, you're not your the only person I've heard say that, for sure. Okay, I, I haven't participated in any of those conversations, so I can't speak to them. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is that I'm, I'm not looking at them and I'm saying, like, you made bad decisions in your art. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I find mm -hmm. them to be curious decisions. Um, I'll tell you what pisses me off, how poorly they're dressed. They all look like a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> they, they address that in, in the early hours of the game, too. I'm about Do they five, really? I'm about they five hours into the game. And um, they, uh, they're, it, this is, I mean, like in one of the earliest sections of the game, it's just like some of like the dialogue that they'll spout out just as they're like, like walking or running around and they make some, uh, I don't know if it was contextual because I was running around the desert, but there was a comment about like, we could change into something more comfortable or something like that. And then one of the other characters says, Oh no! Like this, these like these outfits were like specifically picked out for us by like the King's Guard. Like these are like badges of honor. Where you know you have to like <laughs> you have to like what you're wearing. And I'm just like, oh, all right then. King's Guard um, apparently <laughs> likes to fucking club pretty hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then so, um, what you're saying, Charlie, is they're not tax-paying citizens and they can't do what they want. I am not saying that at all. I'm just saying I find their decisions <laughs> curious. Um, no, no, no. I'm just saying that, that the people in their dressing, because whatever home oh, fry said they had to dress that way. I, I can't speak to the economic conditions of, of this world. I have no idea if taxes are a thing and if these people pay them. So I, I have no. Problem. Are you Are you enjoying the game thusly though? Um, when it's not putting me to sleep, sure. Um, is, it, is it that slow? I'm. What's JRPG? I, I, it's yeah. See, that's the thing. I I'm not sure if it's me. It really, honestly, could just be me, and it could have just been me this week. I don't know. I I worked some long days this week, um, and so I, I I just may not have been in the right place to try and sit down and uh, like a you know drawn out like DBZ game. Yeah, 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 <laughs> more or less. Um, Seventeen like, hours to walk four feet. <laughs> it's it's like it it's it seems it seems for as short as some accounts of the game seem to be, it seems to be artificially drawn out too. In that, like when you're traveling between locations, you have this car that you and your four will ride around in, and um, the uh, you have the option to fast travel to locations, but you have to pay Gil to do it. 
it's a pul- it's a poultry sum. It's only ten gill, I think, at least in this in the in the instances that I've come across. I'm not sure if longer fast like longer distances going to end up charging more, but all I've seen is ten gill. So, you know, when I've got two thousand in the bank, I mean, like you know, ten doesn't seem like a lot, but at the same time, it's just it's it's again, it's just like this this is new. This is not something that you've done before. Okay. And then when you're not, if you choose not to fast travel, if you're driving long distance, like it's, it's like real time driving like that distance. Like it's, it's, it's kind of boring. The nice thing is that the driving is, is it's, it's like kind of, it's like pseudo on the rails. Like it's another character driving. And so like you pick the destination and you sit back and you're watching. And so like the car will like drive itself. You can pick up the controller. You can like sort of like. I don't know psychically take over the steering wheel because it's not it's not your character driving but you can sort of t- start to steer um, in a weird way. The driving is awful, by the way. Like this is clearly not <laughs> a driving game, but um, you know it's not supposed. No to way. Be Wasn't their focus? Huh? <laughs> shocking, right? uh, Turn ten did not do the driving physics for this one. Where uh, shocking. Uh, uh, the driving in Enter the Matrix is better than this. Oh, um, oh God. <laughs> that's fucking. That's a tragedy, is what that is. That makes me sad. Uh, Dustin, I'm uh, Dustin Falconer's in the chat room, uh, he, and hey, what's up, Dustin? I'm talking about Final Fantasy 15. Um, but um, he, driving, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, just I, I like I like I mentioned, I watched the Kingsglaive movie before before, and I, I'm not really sure what I watched there. There was kind of a story. It was it was pretty. It was definitely pretty to watch. But um, I, I would not say it was is, is going to be any awards. It's going to be winning any awards for its writing, um, just because it, it it was sort of all over the place. It, it felt like it honestly felt like all the cutscenes out of a game spliced together. Like it was very disjointed for me. Um, it was pretty, so I'll give it that. See, um, I, I'm that I was expecting though. That I was expecting because realistically, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy games have not been able to tell a coherent story probably since Final Fantasy X. It's really just not... Yeah, I'll give you that. You know? I don't recall having a problem with Twelve. I don't re- remember much about Twelve, so that might be saying something in and of itself. But um, I remember having an issue with Twelve's story at all. I don't... I don't I don't really remember it, so I can't. I guess I don't really know. Um, thirteen, yeah. clearly, you know, you know every, we've all complained about thirteen on this show. I think. Oh, um, I love that game. I, Could I always never. complain more. Not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, I never. I, I didn't. I didn't play any of the thirteen sequels. I, I meant to. I own one of them. The the the, the thirteen two or whatever it is. But. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah. So anyways, um, I'll I'll save more commentary on uh, when I when I. But um, it's 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 not bad. It's just super weird for me. Um, um, I briefly I'll mention I played Assassin's Creed uh, Chronicles China because you know free game uh, free game with gold from a, a couple months ago. Um, eh, see, I got the same yeah. problem with it. I wanted to like it more than I do, and it's not that I don't like things about it, but by and large, I. I don't mind the story or the way that they tell it. I don't like the controls are clunky. The combat is shit. The stealthy yeah, stuff absolutely. is fine. It, the combat like, is crap. Yeah. Uh, no, Dustin, you can't run people over in Final Fantasy. It, it's actually a very empty world, <laughs> at least in the areas I've been in. Um, 
it's not Grand Theft Auto <laughs> by any means. Um, um, yeah, it's it's it, it feels the Assassin's Chronicle, the Assassin's Creed Chronicle game feels almost like it was trying to be more of a puzzle game, but then they forgot they were trying to be a puzzle game, and then just the combat just sort of sucked. Sort of get that, John? Like maybe they're they 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 forgot where they were going with the game. You know what it is? It feels to me like they spent a lot of time working on the way that the stealth works and feels and trying to make it feel similarly sneaky to to the the series that we're familiar with. But the combat is so clunky and the animations feel compared to the sneaking stuff, the combat animations feel really jilted and stiff. Um I don't know. I just there's a lot of a lot of missed opportunity there for what they were working on, and I'm those games I'll say are one of several reasons why they have decided to take a break, and why I'm glad that they've decided to take a break personally until they can get their shit together and do it right. I am perfectly fine with them not putting anything Assassin's Creed out for a good while yet. There with you. So. Um... And then the other game that I played a little bit of this week um, after watching the Video Game Awards was um, I started That Dragon Cancer. Um, oh, that's heartbreaking. Which, yeah. So you, you played it. No, I know what it is. I know what you're talking about. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save my, my comments on it for when we get into the Video Game Awards because it's, it's something that I def- it's, it's was one of the more, um, I think, impactful moments from the video game awards yeah um yeah, and so genuine oh I'll, I'll, yeah oh yeah absolutely i'll talk about the game when we get from that that's everything i played this week um cool. go did you did you have anything that you wanted to comment on or were you just gonna ha- be happy with a yes no no <laughs> I, I i uh what the hell i i i'm almost caught up on batman that was my my task uh, for the week I'd be oh good. i yes i am uh oh let's see i was today today i was doing adulting uh, sort of in my way, I was doing like a laundry <laughs> and and cleaning and adult chores and all that, and then in between, you know, while you wait for the laundry to do the laundering, uh, I was like, ah, I'll just pump right through here through Batman. Um, I think I'm just past halfway of episode four. Okay. So okay, so you're, I you're I, I have episode. yeah I have met my idol and um, we're in there. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, how did how did you feel about the game's portrayal of him? <laughs> okay. It was it was something. I mean, I it, I, I like it because it fits the story. Like it's it's definitely an interesting take on him. But this entire story has been an interesting take on the entire Batman world. So it fits this story perfectly. The voice, little lackluster, yeah, but you can't get. The man, you, you, you get someone. <laughs> in, in case you're not a long-term time listener here, we're talking about the Joker. Um, and I, I think that that spoiler to mention that the Joker was going to make an appearance at Batman game. Shock and surprise. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But mm. um, minor, you know, so, um, God, John, how are you caught up in Telltale Batman? No, no I have still only finished the second. See, that's why I'm kind of being vague. Oh. I've had, I've had. I mean, it's not a lack of time to play, um, but I've had to, you know, because of the holiday season, I'm not spending anything that I don't have to right now. So, oh, you didn't just pop for the season pass when it came out? No, no, I didn't. Um. Oh. Okay. Well, as long as you guys can be caught up, and then we can all talk about 
the fifth episode together the week after it comes out, I'll be happy. I think I'm gonna that's need reasonable. To, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think I'll be able to do that. But are you are you guys respectively uh, relatively happy with where they're taking it? Good. Uh, good. Very good. Well, at the current second, no, but I'm sure that'll change because I'm only halfway through the episode. <laughs> well, um, okay. I'll be caught up by the time the last episode comes out. So hopefully things will be good there. Um, yes. I, I did a good chunk of playing this week. Um, I'm still playing uh, Wolfenstein, the old blood. Uh, I didn't do a lot of playing on that this week. I didn't have as much time to play this week as I have in the last two or three. So um, what I did play was a lot of safe stuff. I've gone again. I've been in a very much a, a multiplayer gaming mood and um you know, I won't do that for long stretches, but lately I've been kind of testing myself and doing a lot of the, like, not just like, Oh, I'm going to play multiplayer. Like if I'm playing rocket league, I'm playing in the competitive modes and trying to up my division rating. And then just to see if I can not necessarily like you guys know that I enjoy a good multiplayer shooter, but you guys know me well enough to know that I'm not like a hyper competitive or like you know if i lose a game i don't get fucking furious like some people do they have a meltdown i'm not that guy um but goat you've played rocket league with me and you can mm-hmm. you see I, i'm competitive but i don't lose my fucking cool while we're playing yeah yeah sure let's go so, with that. yeah well that's what they, we'll, we'll lie to everybody and tell them i don't fucking uh rage quit um oh he does not he does not rage quit but he does rage when things oh, do not I, go I, his way yeah, I talk shit. I talk shit. Um, but I've been doing that. I've been playing competitive um, Overwatch, and I've been playing really fucking well at that. Um, just I'm winning way more than I'm losing, for sure. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. And then I've been playing Titanfall 2's multiplayer. Um, let's see, what else uh, did I fucking install? Uh, oh, I started playing Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition since it's Games of Gold right now. That's a fucking good get for like a free Games with Gold game. I'm very happy with that as a games of gold game. So I'm going to, um, I'm probably going to stick with that as a single player game for a while. Cause even though I want to get back to the Witcher um, and keep poking around in that, it's just so fucking time consuming, man. You can, you could kill three hours in what feels like 15 minutes playing that game. So um, that's, that's, I think mostly, I started playing Hearthstone again too, which I know sounds really fucking weird. Um, because, like, why would I go back to playing Hearthstone for any weird particular reason? I did set up a, um, I did set up an Eve Online account because that game went free to play uh, on the PC, and I really enjoyed that game back in the day. So, I'm playing Eve Online, and then uh, that was kind of that was kind of it um, for me this week. I didn't do a ton of gaming otherwise. I just don't didn't have time, you know. But and and I still played a lot. I'm just playing shit that, like, it's what I've been playing for about the last three weeks, a bunch of competitive multiplayer games. Um, I do I do encourage anybody who likes that sort of gaming to look me up on, on Xbox Live. You know, it's, it's Fallon Flynn with a space between the two. Um, and, or, or at least check out, like, you know, the funny, the funny-ass fucking videos and shit that I've been capturing and putting on the hard drive because I've gotten some pretty cool kills and like neat things, funny things have happened during multiplayer experiences you should check out. So um, before we go on to the next segment though, I think it is entirely possible that Charlie has frozen up. <laughs> Are you Me? there? No. no. Oh, okay. No. 
your your image mannequins. on my screen, your dude. I mean, like fucking mannequin challenge, fucking yeah. twenty sixteen champion right there. Like you were <laughs> he so said to still. me a couple times. You were so fucking still that I thought that your shit froze up. Good job, well done. Because you know uh, it's not you. like uh, it's not like Google has not um, sort of oddly disconnected us randomly uh, during the course of the last few months, <laughs> anyways. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so that's that's everything I played. And so typically, what we do is we move on to news for the week here. But you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit. And anything worth covering in news this week was really almost specifically and directly related to the uh, the game awards and also um, you know the PlayStation Experience uh, press conference, which took place um, yesterday. So uh, instead of talking about like a top five, here are five news stories, we're just going to kind of meld news with the feature this week and discuss the Game Awards and uh, you know to a lesser extent the PlayStation Experience um, by discussing some of the winners and a lot of announcements this week, shitload of announcements. It was like a little miniature you know, uh, E3, you know, at the end of the year here with these two events because you get so much and, and because of it, the Game Awards is quickly becoming something that I, I'm looking forward to every year. I've watched every year of it and I'm looking forward to it because they always have such great reveals too. So, Well, it makes um, sense now. It, it now does. Now March Madness. <clears throat> I, there's still a bad perception of Video Game Awards though because of the VGAs. And... Uh, I I invited my nephew over to come watch it with me. And I was like, hey, man, do you want to come watch? And he was just like, oh, the VGA. Uh, I was like, it's not the VGAs. That ended several years ago. This is not the Video Game Awards. It is the Game Awards. And uh, I invited Ricky Keller, one-time B-Squad co-host and friend Ricky Keller, to come watch it. Um, and uh, asked him if, if, you know, if his wife, Jen, wanted to come over, too. And he was like, I don't know, buddy. I saw Jeff Keighley covered in Dorito shit a couple years ago. I don't know if I like him. <laughs> and I was just like, they, they, that was he was placed into product placement. It wasn't his choice to be there. This is his show. It's relatively tasteful in contrast. Come on over and watch it. He came out and watched it. We had a couple beers. And it was a laugh, man. Like, we had a good time uh, watching it. So thank you for coming out, Ricky. So I feel like I feel like I would like to start at the bottom bin and work our way up. If that, if I think that's smart. I think that's the best. Can we please talk about the Schick Hydrobot? Look, it. Here's what I'm going to say about that. It is the that and the commercial that went with it are the only things during that entire show that were shameless and tasteless, in my opinion. Not one like Doritos commercial, not one Mountain Dew commercial, and every commercial in between was a, a commercial for a game that was a, out on the market right now. And not even like, here's a bunch of Clash of Clans ads and shit, you know what I mean? Which Ricky brought up too. I expected, oh, God damn, that thing. <laughs> so that for the audio listeners, um, if, if you did not watch the show and you are not currently watching the video, um, I, I currently have up on the screen um, the Schick Razors, the, the 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 razor company, the Schick Hydrobot, which is a a freakish. Um, it's sort of like somebody took a really bad Power Ranger and Chappie and a Schick razor and put them, smashed them together into this monstrosity that's so, just like an armored black and blue, a giant razor, like a like a two foot wide razor head for a head. So it's if ridiculous. it's if it's a hybrid of the Schick and Chappie, does that make it shitty? 
<laughs> but yeah, yes, <laughs> which is just it's fucking fitting and appropriate all over the place. Oh God. Um, um, the answer to that is yes, and then they they combined this particular PR campaign with a video game themed yeah. commercial, which was like an eight, like a, like a, I guess sixteen bit version of this like fighting Hydro. game, yeah, fighting against a lube strip, uh, I guess a lesser razor monstrosity character, and That's so yeah. bad. Really well, here, here's bad. what I'm going to say. Two things. One, if this was this was the absolute lowest point of the show, and it was not even that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um, two. I, I disagree. I think it was that bad. <laughs> I'm talking about compared to some of the shit you normally see at these fucking shows. Come on. At least they, at least they told Schick, if you're going to have an ad on here, aside from your big dumb robot suit, it's got to be video game themed. You can't just have razors running around doing like at least they kept it to there, but that was, that was really minute in the overall grand scheme of a two hour show. Uh, the Schick hydro guy probably took up less than five minutes of a two hour show. So that's good. Yeah. The other down like negative point I can think of to mention was one of the B like the, the one of the B squad co-hosts, the one, the, the dude that was not Allison Hayslip, um, mm-hmm. the dude that like put on the VR headset and like every like, single time he was on the screen, it sucked the air out of the room. Nobody should ever give him a fucking microphone again. I'm sorry, dude. I, I'm sure you're a very nice guy. Holy shit. Because yeah, it were, was whenever you were an hydro guy, whenever shake hydro guy was on the screen, he was there. That was the other thing. That VR headset bit was terrible too. Yeah. 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 But I think I think that probably covers the wor- the the unarguable worst parts of the show. Um, now, from there, I want to move on into um, some of the controversial. Some say worse, some say best parts of the show. Um, John, what did you think of Nolan North um, in his acceptance speech, uh, referencing the the um, the the whole voice actor strike thing that's happening right now in the way that he did? Um, I think it was. I think it was kind of important for him to mention that it was going on um the manner in which he chose to do it i think um that seems to be what's up to up for debate right you know like that seems to be well so okay so so for those that did not watch the show um nolan north who of course is the voice he won um the award for best performance uh for his portrayal of drake <clears throat> in uncharted 4 um he Excuse me. Um, he, um, uh, if, if, in case you've been living under a rock, you may not know that um, that there is a strike currently happening with the Voice Actors Guild and uh, with a lot of people that do voiceover work for video games, especially, um, just because of the um, of how, like, when you compare a video game script to like a, a, a TV show script, like video game scripts are typically like a magnitude of time, you know, number number of times thicker, just because of. 20 30 40 hours long um whatever and so um there is a strike going on right now about um about uh, people you know being you know about you being about the pay i guess that um and how performance matters i guess is one of the uh one of the taglines of the uh, of the strike and the campaign um uh, for trying to get people to get paid more i guess for voice actor work so nolan north um it, it i guess it's a bit of a controversy that he confirmed his participation in the strike um or earlier in um earlier i guess it was it was last month um but then when he accepted his award 
for the best performance of Drake. He sort of out against the strike a little bit in a way. Uh, is how some people see it. Um, basically, what he said was, is I don't, I don't have the, the text in front of me, but basically what he said was, is um, this is me attempting to, to quote him. Um, he said, uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm being told by some people that performance matters and that performance is a big deal. And I would like to say that, yes, performance is a big deal. And the performance of every developer, every programmer, every coder, every tester, and basically he went through and, like, was trying to expand that, that level of respect to all of the people that go into building a game, not just the voice acting talent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so, 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 so some people are seeing this as that he was saying that people were saying that it was coming across like he was saying that the voice actors are being too complaining and that they're asking for too much. I didn't I take actually, it that way as all, at all, personally. I didn't take it that way at all either. I took it as that he was trying to bring the developers into the conversation, not say that the conversation shouldn't be happening. I, um, I agree I, with you I, on that. So, so I'm so I I'm absolutely so, agree with you on that. And the thing um, is, is where, where, where the correctness of that is and where I think he, he was doing the right thing there is because on a completely separate and unrelated note, similarly, uh, similar note, sort of game developers don't really get a lot of kudos for the work that they do, you know. Um, so I, I'm, it's a different conversation, but it's a similar one for sure, you know. And so, absolutely. And so, um, I just remember you mentioned that you said you, that you watched this with Ricky Keller, uh, Ricky Keller, yes, who, is a, yes, who is a who is who has experience in developing. And so, I'm I'm curious, did he have a reaction to that? You when, know, I, I'll that? I'll ask him what his thoughts were because when that section of the show came up, we more sort of I think, if I recall correctly, we're just like, oh look, he's actually mentioning the strike during the show, and and that's a you know that's a positive thing and because it didn't come off in any sort of an inflammatory way to me or maybe to him presumably seemingly seemingly um you know i'm gonna assume that it didn't bother him but i'll, I'll check with him i'll see if i can follow up with him in between now and next i time. imagine he would have said something if it had so yeah, yeah probably so um now there were there were a shitload of of people who who won tons of things um, during the event, you know, but there were, well, before I, before I move on to that, Charlie, was there, was there anything else in particular that stood out to you? I'm going to assume you want to probably spotlight that dragon cancer a little bit because that was a pretty, absolutely pretty touching moment in that. Show. Um, and then I think the, the musical performances for me were definitely all over the board. Um, that, that initial rap performance was just awful and I felt awful. very inappropriate. Oh, it was fucking awful. I don't like know they about literally appropriate, but it was bad. It wasn't good. There's their their second song because I it felt like they performed two songs. Either that, it was the same song that had a very weird just bridge in the middle that turned into something else. What sounded like their second song literally started with the lyrics something about "I have a bag of dicks, I have a bag of dicks, I'm going to put it on your lips" or something like that. Yeah, it's shitty. But I'll tell you what I what I appreciated that they didn't. You know that they hired a hip hop act and didn't censor them. You know because I I thought it was crap. It was not. It was just not. I don't mind good hip hop. That was not good hip hop. I was and when no, they were that, like, you can, yeah. and you could see like all over the dashboard on Xbox One this week. They're just like you can play these two in Gears of War four. And I was like, who the who the fuck are these dudes anyways, <laughs> man? Just put them on the pile of like you know hip hop artists that are just churning out a bunch of shit these days. I know I sound like such a fucking old man. No, I mean, like, um, and I think I think it's kind of sort of speaks to just like you know, there's there's good hip hop, 
where there's like a message behind the music and it's like saying mm. something important and it's cultural and it's relevant and things like that. And then there's bad hip hop where it's just talking about like how much money you have. Bags of dicks on your many... face, Charlie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just crass for the point of being crass. And it's just so like it's... whatever. The, uh, and, I but... mean, I appreciated <laughs> that there was a variety of music during the show. But Mick, Mick Gordon's performance of the Doom music was a fucking high point of that show for me. That I was amazing. so fucking excited. And did you guys realize that that was the drummer was Matt Halpern from Periphery? Uh, oh, no, I did not. <laughs> that was the drummer from Periphery. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, when it, they, she said Matt. Well, that's, that was solid, too. Or he said Matt. And then when they zoomed in on him, I'm like, that's Matt Halpern. Like, I immediately recognized him because I've seen the guy in so much stuff. But um, I thought that was fucking amazing. And it came off really well. And Mick Gordon's probably not listening to the show, probably never hear this episode. But if on the odd chance that he does, and based on the positive reaction he got from that, take that fucking record on tour. And seriously because i will come and i will give you my i'll give you my wallet you can have my credit card if you want forever <laughs> yeah so, no, that that yeah. no that doom set was that, that doom set was phenomenal i mean like it, it was. was it was solid it was well performed i mean like mm. it was that was everything that it could have possibly done. it was it was awesome um, probably sold a couple copies of that album too <laughs> yeah, yeah. um now let's let's talk about that dragon cancer okay so um, um, they had a, an award category called um, Games for Impact Award, which is basically um, games that, that were trying that, that had some impact on the gaming community, whether or not it was whether whether it was just like an emotional impact or it seemed like some of them maybe were were trying to have a uh, like an impact on like just sort of like the gaming. Uh, like the development side of things, I'm not, I'm not really I'm not really sure how they qualified the category, but the winner of the category was um, a game called That Dragon, um, and uh, we we had, we had mentioned it very briefly on the show in passing before when it originally came out. The, the if I remember correctly, the title caught our eye when I was reading it in the releases, and um, I looked it up real quick. Yes, and I think with having absolutely no no frame of reference for what it was, we made a lot of fun of it, and I'm kind of ashamed of myself. Um, I, I we, we've we, done we that before with some of games. Of the of the yeah, yeah. Um, I don't I don't recall that being one of the ones. That if it was, then I also feel ashamed because. Um, so what this game actually is was uh, led by a gentleman by the name of Ryan Green. And um, it's uh, it basically it's 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 a game, and I'll, I'll I, I'm going to put quotation air quotes around game. I'm going to come back to that in a second. But it's a game that um, basically tells the story of, um, of his son, who um, Joel, who uh, basically passed away from cancer at a very young age. And the game um, he was diagnosed at ten months with with cancer with terminal cancer and was told he was going to die soon, and ended up living to to be I think almost ten years old or something like that before he died. And um, and so his acceptance speech was um, it was something I'll tell you what um, he he was emotional it, it was emotional it was heartfelt. And it compelled me to go buy the game. I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would like to play it just, just based on his reaction. I mean, he was crying yeah. before he got to the microphone. Yeah. So, um, 
And uh, so, so, so let me talk about the game a little bit. So, what the game actually is, and I, again, I, I have to put game in air quotes a little bit because it's, it's, it's nowhere. It's not what I would consider a game in the traditional sense, really, at all. It's more of an interactive story. And it's, I mean, like I would say that the average Telltale game is more of a game than this. Um, it's, you know, there, there's, there's no way to, there's no way to lose. There's no way to die. There's no way to fail. You're basically just clicking through and following the story and like going through the dialogue and things like that and um, going through these scenes. Um, at least I've, I put in, uh, I'm playing it on iPad because um, you know, it's out for iOS and um, um, for the, for the quite reasonable price of $5 if I, if I, if I were to say so. Um, you know, it's at least, you know, I, I don't, I have no clue how far I am through the game, but it doesn't give you any sort of idea of where, mm -hmm. like a percentage of completion or anything like that. But um, for those that have played the game, I've just passed the point where the parents received the diagnosis, which is like, it's not super, it's not really linear. It starts like in, in terms of how the story is told, it doesn't start, it doesn't just start with his, his birth and then just work its way forward. It sort of starts later in life and then jumps back and sort of kind of jumps back and forth a little bit. So, um, but um, yeah, it's, the art style is very interesting. It's very like low, like um, polygon. You know, based like yeah. like they're like they're 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 the characters' faces, for example, they don't have any facial features. It's basically just like an old school looking like like Tie Fighter X Wing era, just like grid of triangles that makes up their their various faces. And like the you know uh, Ryan, the father, you know the developer, he has you can he has glasses and a beard, so you can make out those things. But like um, Joel's face is, is just polygons, um, which I'm assuming was an artistic choice. Well, I, clearly it was, but. Um, it's 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 heartbreaking man it's i mean like they i i believe that they are that as you're going through the game you'll 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 run across some several things like um you'll you'll find like uh cell phones that um i mean like it's your phone like it, as you go through scenes in the game you'll find your phone and it'll have like a voicemail waiting on it and he'll listen to a voicemail like from his wife like with updates about you know i if, from doctor's appointments and just how mm -hmm. things are going like you know wonder and think about different things and leave these things in voicemail messages and i i definitely get the sense that a lot of the dialogue that they're using especially when i'm hearing conversations of them with the kids that this is real audio that this is stuff that they like like home movies that they were filming or like maybe voicemails that they saved like i really get the impression that it's either faked very 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 well or it's i'm actually hearing like these conversations that this family was having like going through all this and it yeah, is just brutal. it is just heart-wrenching brutal and um you know I, i'm a fairly emotional person you know i um and so you know it, it's uh um it's I won't say that it's been a challenge for me to play, but I mean, there have been some moments where like, I've just been like, oh, like, man, I hope I, I have, this is the kind of game you need to start playing when you're already in a good mood because it's just going to bring you down. You know, <laughs> um, it's like, if you go into this, like if you're already in a bad mood, like you're going to be like half empty wine bottle by the time the night's over. Oh God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um it's very well done for what it is. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I, I don't want anything I'm saying to come across as a criticism. Um, no, like, no, just just be prepared to to feel feelings. 
Well, yeah, yes, that. But also, when I say like it's not a game, like I'm not saying that in a bad way, like in, in any way. It's 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 you know just just if you're unsure of what you're getting into, just understand, it's not like a game with levels and things like that. It's just yeah. it's just you're you're being led through a story, and what that story is. But I, I will tell you for what it is, it's just it's, it's excellent, and. Um, I mean, like, it's especially done in some ways where there, there, there's, there's one part of the game that I've come across so far where, so, so you're in the hospital with, um, with, uh, with, with Joel, there's the a son. And, um, I guess there's like a little cart, like a, like a little wagon that they were going to push him around in. And, um, like basically says like, okay, we're actually going to play like, like they had like a little Mario Cart style level or like you're racing around like in a circle like inside this hospital inside cart and there's like little things that you're picking up and like big like, obstacles that you're avoiding and it, for, for a minute there it was actually a game and then when you're done it's telling up your score all those things that you were picking up it says like oh yeah this was an EKG this was like all these like medical things and look at all these medical things that you picked up and had to deal with apparently throughout all these years and it's just like it 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 really it, it it messes with you and that that's a harsh way of putting it but hopefully you understand what i mean like it 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 messes with your perceptions and your ideas of what a game should be in terms of like, like telling and receiving a story in just the right ways um, that, to make you to make you really feel what these parents were going through that that entire category games for impact are I, because they were games i had not heard of every one of them actually looked really neat so i intend to check them out just for reference so that everybody knows the others on that list were sea hero quest orwell block hood but it has an apostrophe apostrophe between block and hood so block hood and 1979 revolution i'm actually going to look into each of those because i had not heard of any of them and if they were designed for some sort of impact then they've piqued my interest but yes, definitely check out that dragon cancer because it sounds like it was a very intense thing for this father to have to deal with, you know. Yeah, so, and the, fact, so, and the fact that he's being so open about it and just laying everything out for people to experience is really just sort of intriguing to me. So, as you guys were touting on, uh, I it's on Android as well, also okay, five good. bucks. Uh, and they call it an immersive narrative experience that explores themes of faith, hope, and love. Mm. Well, sounds right. So the word "games" not even in there. Okay. So noted. Um, yeah, there. That's which is. I'm just saying that you guys were having problems getting an, you know a grasp of the right terminology for it. A narrative or an immersive sure. narrative experience. No, and I and. No, I and I, I think that that's a that's an excellent way of explaining it. I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to find out to find out that it's on Android because their website made no mention of that. So mm. that that that's good. Um, Let me check too because yeah. I think they did say it's on Steam too, isn't it? Oh, I'm it sure was, it is. It was a PC title first, and so okay. it was it was Steam and um and, you know and Mac and all that first. Um, if you and then purchase they, it on web, Steam, the website talks about the iOS release. It is nine ninety nine on Steam if you purchase it on Steam, mm -hmm. just so that you're aware. So I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's on sale on mobile or if it's cheaper because of, it's a mobile thing. I don't know. Perhaps. But, um, perhaps. Either way. Perhaps. Um, but yeah, so, so so those are my thoughts on that. Good, um, good reviews. I'll uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll I'll talk more about it. I'm sure when when I've completed it, probably on the, on our next show. But um, 
it's this, this for me was, was definitely the high point of, um, of, of, of the show for me. Watching, it was um, pretty fantastic. I mean, it was, yeah, it was and, honest and it was real and it was a kind thing. Let's, let's make mention of, of one more thing that I thought was a, a high, a high point of the show, a good thing about this show. Jeff Keeley seems to give a shit honestly to me about video gaming and the way that it's perceived and, and looked I'll at. agree with that. Opening the show with Hideo Kojima being given an award, given, given a lifetime achievement award. Um, industry icon. Industry icon award after being, and going, I mean, he basically drew the line and said, eat shit Konami is basically what he said, you know, and, yeah. and gave this really like intense speech about, you know, Kojima's contributions and how wrong it was of Konami to block him from being able to participate last year. Cause remember we ran that story. And um, I think like it was such an intense speech that Ricky looked over at me and he said, he's talking about him. Like he's in love with him. I was like, who isn't Hideo <laughs> Kojima, you know, like so fucking he's getting the award he deserves, you know? So that was pretty rad. And then Kojima came up and of course could not walk off the stage without giving us um, our first uh, reveal trailer of the evening. Not more so much of a reveal as a like, you know, he had to give us something. And so we got another right. Death Stranding trailer that actually has Guillermo del Toro as the kind of lead character in this trailer. Still tells us nothing about the game, very little about the game, but it, goddamn, if it's not intriguing. I am substantially more confused than I was after the first few. Yes, but trailers. I'm good. I'm, I'm fine with that, though. Did you, did you see this oh, trailer, yeah, yeah. No. Should check it out, man. I think it. I think it will tickle a weird fancy for you because it's got this really like dystopian like grit to it that I think you might appreciate. Um, but that that was our first kind of big reveal for the evening. Let's talk. Let's let's maybe break this up in order to make it not crazy long. Let's let's break it up into people that won and then the reveal trailers and maybe maybe we should just do the list of the people that won. Um. All right, you know, and and see. So, uh, best esports game was Overwatch, which was not at all surprising. And that was, I'm not going to go break down what everything was up against, unless it was a really kind of like tight category. And for best esports, it was Overwatch, League of Legends, Dota 2, Counter Strike, Go, and Street Fighter Five. Of that list, I do believe Overwatch deserved to win. It had a pretty big impact on on. It's the, really weird that Counter Strike Go was in there. It doesn't surprise me because it's still really prevalent in the esports arena yeah. you know i'm a little shocked that rocket league isn't in there to be honest with you oh yeah that's, that's a good sport yeah i would have if, if it were league of legends or dota i would have only picked one or the other and actually i wouldn't have put dota on this list at all because i don't think it has the kind of traction it used to i would have put uh, rocket league in there but overwatch i think did deserve to win that um best esports team cloud nine i don't know i don't care um <laughs> best best esports player uh cold zera i this one because I did watch, you know, I did watch Evo. Um, I was kind of hoping that this other player, Hungry Box, would win because he was, he, the guy had a great, he like broke down and wept on stage too. It was really sweet. Um, best fan creation, Brutal Doom 64 and Indriel, Shards of the Order. Indriel was a uh, expansion for Skyrim that was basically the entire length of like a full Elder Scrolls game. They built a whole other world with this in-game engine, the voiceover work and everything fan mod uh trending gamer was boogie 2988 you guys might know him as francis he's the big guy that gets crazy and talks like this 
Well, that that's um, his. That's one of the characters he does. That's not his yeah, primary. Yeah, yeah. His primary. Well, that's Francis. Is, though, right? Yeah, it is. Well, it's him, Angry Joe Show, which I absolutely can't stand. That guy and a couple other guys. You guys might know Jack Septicai because he they put him in a lot of shit on like bigger. Hello, JJ. Yeah, but Boogie Boogie twenty nine eighty eight won it. Um, most anticipated game went to The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, which let's let's talk about that for just a second um, because they showed some Breath of the Wild um, gameplay footage that was being shown on the Wii U, not on the Switch. Did you did you see this? I did. Yes. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was a mistake to show it in the form and fashion that they did because it looked like shit graphically. Like it, the well, it looked like was a Wii U. Bad. Well, but but it hasn't in anything they've shown before it. And if it's going to look, hopefully, presumably comparable to what they've been showing us, and maybe something akin to that on the Wii, on the Switch, then they they should have shown it on that, because the frame rate was really bad. It was really jaggy and kind of like the anti-aliasing was kind of bad on it. And it it was like I would say it, it ran less than thirty frames. During it, it dipped to 25, 23 frames. It was not good. I don't think it showed well, personally. That's just me. Still excited for it. Yeah, I'll agree. Uh, but, um, I, I, and so, so do you guys think really? that compared, what's that? Really? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to slice potatoes about Zelda running at slower frame rate and review? No, I'm talking <laughs> they about. They could John, they could have put it out on the nest and said Zelda brand new, and everybody would be like, "Oh my god, it's they amazing!" Ah, my, they don't my, care. I'm no one gives a shit. My complaint. <laughs> They're is all gonna they, buy it. My complaint is what they've been showing us looks substantially better than what we saw the other night. That's my beef. I'm still gonna. My complaint it. would be, why would you put it on your system that you've already said you're done making as yeah. of the beginning of the year? That's another thing. You know, I mean, I don't know. But you know, it, like, it, it, hey, here it is. It's on a dead system. It's not going to look like this because the system doesn't exist anymore. But hey. <laughs> I sort of have to imagine that if they could have taken the opportunity to promote the Switch that they would have, they probably so they must they must not have had a working console and game to, to use. Yeah. I have to assume that. Either that or Nintendo said, like, this is all you get. We have shit we're planning to showcase very soon. So, no. Yeah. I um, guess. But, I mean, like, it was produced by Nintendo. It came from their treehouse. They could have given, yeah, they could have done whatever did. they wanted. Which, so, which they 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 got to get some different people to do those treehouse demonstrations too. That was also yes. not a. It was a, compared to everything else happening at that that the game. Here's the one thing I will say, especially from year one forward, the game awards have become kind of elegant. Actually, they're they're very kind of classy for a video game thing, which I don't have a problem with. But that that bit, the treehouse bit there where they were showcasing that, did feel really kind of stiff compared to a lot of the rest of the show. But to yeah, give you guys Nintendo. an idea of how stiff the competition was to win most anticipated game, it was Legend of Zelda, Red Dead Redemption 2, Mass Effect Andromeda, Horizon Zero Dawn, and God of War. Like, that's <laughs> that's a pretty tough fucking pool to be in. Yeah, but Zelda's the closest to being out. That's true. That's true. So um, it really wasn't that stiff at all. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's pretty stiff competition. Out or not has nothing I'm, to do with the release date. I'm a little surprised. I, I see. I'd be curious to know when the voting happened here because I I'm, I'm surprised that with the of you know press that that Red Dead Redemption Two got with that announce. I'm just I'm going to have to assume that the voting happened substantially after that it yeah. happened and it had died down. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say probably so. I'm gonna agree with you. Well, then, that, that did. We've make seen them. We've seen the most of Zelda too. The rest of them haven't really put out a lot of other content, even judge them on. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, best multiplayer went to Overwatch. Uh huh. Um, which surprised me because Battlefield One's been such a well-reviewed, successful game. It did not surprise me that it didn't go to Titanfall, and it was up against Gears of War Four. So, um, best sports racing game was 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 Horizon Forza Horizon Three. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, man. And it was the uh, only racing was game be... in the category. But sports and racing, it was up against. Yeah, FIFA. Hold on. Yeah. It was up oh, against, was against sports too. FIFA 17, MLB The Show 16, NBA 2K 17, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2017, and Forza 1. Rightly fucking so, I might add. Forza 1? What? Mike, this is becoming quite, quite confusing. Um, best family game went to Pokemon Go. Um, best strategy game went to Civilization 6. Best and that's that was stiff for them because they were up against Banner Saga two, uh, XCOM two, Total Warhammer, Total War Warhammer, and Fire Emblem Fates. Um, best fighting game went to Street Fighter five. Um, Weird. Which I don't think it should have gone to them, especially given how many problems they've had with the game and how bad of a false start it had. That was definitely one of the more surprising wins of the night for me. Yeah. What pissed me off about it is, is it was up against Pokémon Tournament, King of Fighters um, 14, and uh, Killer Instinct Season 3. Killer Instinct Season 3 should have easily fucking bar none, no question. I mean, like, I know I'm biased by default, but I love Street Fighter. I love Street Fighter 3 and 4. I think they're both amazing games. Street Fighter 5 is not a fucking... Whoa. It's mediocre as shit. I mean, I, I agree with you, John, based on the fact that Killer Instinct Season 3 worked day one and Street yes. Fighter 5 did not. Yes, that did. should yeah, have they, given they the win. They added so much content in Season 3. It was ridiculous how much they added to that game in Season 3. Right. So, just, um, it says fanboys will be fanboys and vote blindly. Best RPG went to The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt for Blood and Wine, the expansion that they had. I'm pretty sure it won the same last year just for its base game, but that went up against World of Warcraft, Legion, Xenoblade Chronicles, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and Dark Souls 3. Was Deus Ex really the new Deus Ex? Well, that, was not, that wasn't an RPG. Um... They, uh, yeah, no, maybe in the not. same way that like like Mass Effect could be considered the first one at least could be considered an RPG. Maybe I don't know. Well, maybe I'd say it's an ARPG. Mm. Um, best action adventure game yeah. went to Dishonored Two, um, or no, it didn't. I'm sorry, they marked this wrong. It went to Uncharted Four, <laughs> not Dishonored. No, it makes it is, more sense. They, they did mark it as Dishonored Two, which is goofy. Um, well, that's yeah. Best action game. That is. Went... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I said that, that's dishonoring Uncharted for the winner. <laughs> yes, yes. I I was actually expecting Uncharted to sweep everything. It did not. Uh, best action game. Oh, this was fucking stiff, man. The competition was Battlefield One, uh, Gears of War Four, Doom, Overwatch, and Titanfall Two, and it went to Doom. I was surprised actually. by that. I was surprised by that too. Everybody, it's I've mm -hmm. not seen any bad reviews for Doom though. Everybody said that as an action game, like it didn't get any more action packed than that. That's hard though. It is on my shelf. That was one of my Black Friday purchases. Nice. I was again expecting Overwatch and Battlefield One to be 
the winners, the the big John, fighters for them. John, ones. just just because there's only two games you've played in the last six months, that doesn't mean there's other games that could win. <laughs> um, best VR game, which I think was great that they had that as a category, even though they didn't do it during the live portion of the show, uh, was Res Infinite, which I disagree with intensely because even though I love Res, it's no. an old game, it's a port. It should have been Arkham VR, bar none. No, it should have been Job Simulator. You don't fucking do anything in Job Simulator. That game is so shallow. Yeah. It I know. was one and of it's the quite, though. It is quite uh, representative of the real world. Most people don't you, do shit at their jobs. You didn't play Arkham VR, though, did you? Not yet. Mm, not yet. Trust me, you'll be singing a different tune soon. And Eve Alfred is in there, too. Um, that game will make you fill a bag of uh, human excrement. I'm not, not at all shocked. <laughs> Um, best mobile game was Pokemon Go. Best independent game was Inside by Play Dead. Now, this shocked the fuck out of me because this was stiff too. You had Inside, you had Firewatch, you had Hyperlight Drifter, Stardew Valley, and The Witness. Now, remember, this is, you know, The Witness is the Jonathan Blow game. Um, I do think that Inside was a damn good game, so I'm glad that it won. This is uh this is Charlie's category. You should probably play all of those. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for I sure. Um, I, oh, I you know, don't want to watch. In case in case anybody who's listening or watching did not catch last week's show, definitely go back because I had um um I had just played the with uh, I'm sorry I had just played Inside and uh, we talked about it quite a bit last week, John and I. <laughs> And um, it, uh, it, it, I, I am, I am thrilled that that inside was nominated for and won what it did in this in the show. I think it, I think it, I pretty think it, impressive yeah, stuff. That absolutely. is such a strange statement. You're like, I just played inside. Like, good, good job, buddy. Out of context. Yes. Just, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of struck me as a, as like, what? It's yeah, of course meta. you did. We're, yeah, where else would you be playing? <laughs> Some somebody needs to make a game just called with myself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yes, and we're gonna have Charlie review it. He'll be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, I just got done playing with myself, and <laughs> yeah. I would like to say it's phenomenal. You should try it out." <laughs> well, then it's not playing with yourself; it's playing with friends, which is um, oh, there you go. It could be on the Switch. <laughs> as Charlie mentioned, the Games for Impact winner was that Dragon Cancer. Um, best performance in a game. This I'll read these because these were all pretty pretty cool. Um, Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay in Mafia 3, which surprised me. Sissy Jones as Delilah in Firewatch. Emily Rose as Elena in Uncharted 4. Um, Nolan North as Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4. Rich Summer as uh, Henry in Firewatch. And Troy Baker as Sam Drake in Uncharted. And it went to Nolan North, as we mentioned, he won. But man, three of like the three main characters of the, the most recent Uncharted game were all nominated. Those yeah, games have always had solid but, work done, though. But uh, let's be honest, since six, like six, oh, since like a, I was no, gonna, I'm sorry, I was yeah. going to say six nominations, only three games were represented. I think that's pretty impressive for those three games. Yeah, but I mean, even then, like after two, let's be honest, Uncharted has turned into like a movie that just happens to be a video game yeah. for the, like the production value and and what they put into it. Indeed. I'll tell you what, though, this um, I had sort of forgotten about Firewatch just for, for no good reason. And with everything it was nominated for in this award show, I think I'm going to be I'm going to make an effort to check that out now, especially for yeah. best performance. You know, both of the main characters getting nominated for best performance alongside, you know, Nolan North and Troy Baker and Emily Rose. I mean, that, that that's pretty, pretty. Ricky spoke pretty highly of Firewatch. He said it was a little short, but it was yeah. a great foundation for some things. Otherwise, he said it was really good. Um 
Okay. The best music and sound design category was also stiff competition. It was Battlefield 1, Doom, Inside, Res Infinite, and Thumper. Um, Doom 1, uh, which I think is fantastic. I, I would be willing to bet it won based on music because Mick Gordon. Have you guys listened to that actual, the whole soundtrack? Uh, pieces, not the whole thing. I recommend it both to to both of you and not just because i like mick gordon it's actually i'm gonna say this while i think that the killer instinct music he wrote has more character because it's supposed to this might be one of the most impressively engineered things i've ever heard anybody do doom it's so different and it's got all these textures and layers to it and it's got a lot of variety to it it's not all just hard rock or metal stuff i really recommend you guys listen to it i think you'll both appreciate it um but it's but, not hard rock or metal but as music or sound design, yes for music, but I would have given sound design to Battlefield 1 has some of the best sounding, is one of the best sounding games I've ever played. Every shot you fire, you I mean, it's impactful because it's they did such a good job recording the audio for that game. Best art direction went to Inside. Now this, I did not agree with. This I didn't agree with because it was up against Firewatch, Overwatch, and Uncharted. And I expected it to go to Uncharted, but I think it should have gone to Overwatch because Overwatch has such brilliant art design. Even if you don't like the game, that game is visually memorable. That I would be willing to bet. I would even go so far as to say I think that game's success largely hinged on how visually appealing it was before anybody could get their hands on it. Um, I'm biased. But I'm I'm going to disagree with you, John. I think that I think that inside winning this one, I think was well deserved because keep in mind the uh, the 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 category is art direction, not art design. And for me, that says that it, that having the art of the game like be mm-hmm. cohesive and and really just like which is not to say that the games weren't. I mean, Overwatch mm-hmm. oh, is yeah, art, of course. You know, art art you know direction is very cohesive, but like so that's some of the things that make up the experience of Overwatch is is you know the voice acting and the gameplay and animations and things like that. And uh-huh. for for inside you you're not giving it you're not being given any story. There's no text. There's no nothing. The only thing that you have to base your experience of inside off of is just what you see, and that's it. And um, the audio for the and, and the audio. Sure, that that's true. So what you see and hear, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but and but, but you know it's the the way that they did the art direction for Inside was done in such a way that it drove home what they were trying to express so incredibly well. Where with a game like Overwatch, for example, it's great, it's pretty, but I mean, it's experience is more about just the art. You know what I mean? Like with Inside, it looks and how just how how it looks how 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 it looks makes you feel um mm-hmm. is such a big part of the experience that that's i for me that's what would have swayed sure, sure. Me. i am glad as an indie studio they won though but but the guy that they had up there i don't know if he was the guy or or who they chose to represent them up there but that guy was a, it's kind of douchey um he had this like he had this like shark tooth necklace on that was so tight it was like cutting into his neck. And I don't know if you noticed, but he had a fucking flask in his front pocket just poking out of oh, his pocket. Like it was so fucking trashy, dude. <laughs> like everybody knows if you're going to be you know, on fucking TV with a flask, you stick it in the back pocket or in the boot. You don't <laughs> stick it where everybody can see it on fucking live TV, man. So don't be looking. Why not? Anyways, I mean, I guess. But I mean, if you got a flask and a shark tooth, ne- shark tooth necklace, not allowed. You can have one or the mm-hmm. other. You can't have both. 
Um, Fuck that. I'm buying a shark tooth necklace flask. He's going to get a shark tooth <laughs> crown. Um, yes. Best, best narrative went to Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, which from what Ricky told me, that was pretty well deserved. I, it doesn't shock me. Those games have always had an amazing narrative presentation. It was up against Oxenfree, which I was glad that that got nominated because I actually fucking really liked that game. Um, Mafia 3, Inside, and Firewatch. Those were, those were the best narrative option. Best game direction was uh, went to Blizzard for Overwatch. Um, they were up against Dice for Battlefield 1, id Software for Doom, Naughty Dog for Uncharted 4, and Respawn for Titanfall 2, which surprised the shit out of me. Um, I don't. I will also say, as a Titanfall fan, I don't think that game deserves to be on that list. I could have thought of something else that should have been on there. And game of the year went to what's that? I was just gonna say, is this, he, Overwatch winning best game direction, I think is is correct. I think that just just coming off of what I was just saying, like mm-hmm. everything about the game, like you know, I think Overwatch is well. Is, they, so that, I think part of the reason direction. they won that is because they've introduced some methods to keep that game fresh by putting like seasonal content in, like they would for MMOs, oh, but finding a way to make them totally different from what you've been playing just to give you something fresh to play for a few weeks. And um, they've changed the way that they do their like reward and level system. They are paying an intense amount of attention to their community and it's paying off for them. So I can see why they won that. Um, Game of the Year nominees were Doom, Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, which again shocked me and did not, didn't deserve to be on that list. I really liked their single player campaign um, and I still have questions and issues with their tight, their, multiplayer campaign they did not deserve to be in that list but i'm glad they were um and uncharted fourth you send i was certain it was going to go to uncharted overwatch one best game of the year and i'm convinced that that's because of the impact that it's had on the gaming industry this year which has been massive sure oh, yeah and the influence too not just impact but influence mm-hmm. and the money um, blizzard gave them on it i mean i almost feel compelled to say that uncharted probably deserved it as a video game as a whole no. package type video game, no. but um, but Overwatch had such a massive impact on the industry that it makes sense to me. Um, any any of those any of those winners you guys disagree with outright or feel yes. bad about? Who do you feel bad about? No. Well, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> disagree. I I agree. I agree that Overwatch should have won Best Game of the Year because and not overchart or not overcharted. Ah, um, un, under oh, what the hell? Underwatch. Overcharted? Yes, Underwatch, Undercharted. Yeah. Um, uh, the hell's the other one now? Um, Uncharted. Jeez, Overwatch, why did I say under? Uncharted? Yes. Yes. Um, but no, but the reason is because Overwatch is a brand new IP and it's taken the world by storm, like you said, and it's actually done something. Uncharted is the fourth game. Like, we need to start getting fourth, off of our, our safe pedestal and, and moving in a, on. In a series, though, that this one was. Com- Complete, done very differently from what I understand because yeah, but I'm, but I, but they've but it, they have three games that are phenomenal. The fourth one obviously is going to follow suit. Like I like the fact that Overwatch won it because there's nothing to to compare it to. No, not really. It's it's kind of its own thing, you know. Right now, yeah. at least, very cool. like when Witcher becoming not. one last year. Even though Witcher was the third one, but nobody had ever played the second or first one, so technically it was the first game for a lot of council people. Yeah, yeah, it is true. Um, then let's let's talk about the reveals that took place during the show. Why don't we, John's? And and just so you guys know, um, for the for the sake of not making this an insanely long show, um, instead of we will breaking down um, the PlayStation uh, experience. There, I mean, what is there to break down other than? what they revealed. It wasn't an award show. 
So, I mean, you, you can't. It was an experience. This. It was an experience. I, I very much enjoy their shows every year. I have fun with them. And just like they did last year, Super Classy, they had like an orchestra in the orchestra pit and, you know, played along to certain things. And it was cool. It was, I would say it's comparable to last year's show, which was a good thing because last year's show was good. Except for their, their pre-show, their, their like little, like just before the show starts show. Fuck. Don't please stop doing that. Please stop <laughs> doing that. And if you're going to do it, get, get different fucking people to do it. I, I can I can't remember his name. You see him all the time on shit that they do, and I'm trying to remember what his name is. I'll I'll do some live googling and figure it out here one way or the other. But um, let's talk about some reveals. Um, we talked about the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild trailer. Um, you and I both agreed, Charlie, that the frame rate on that was not great, but we're probably yeah. still going to play it. Um, <clears throat> they mentioned, oddly enough, they mentioned a. I guess they're doing like a redone edition of Bulletstorm, which nobody bought then. I don't know why anyone's going to buy it now. And their big hook for trying to get people excited about it was to put Duke Nukem in it as a playable character, which is really not going to oh, help their cause. That's, that's, I actually like Bulletstorm. I actually did, did you not like mind that game. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't hate the game. It's just it didn't, it didn't stick with me for long, and nobody bought it. <clears throat> did not sell it. Well, it works out that they picked up Duke Nukem because nobody bought that either, so... That is it true. Could be the, it, it could be the undefinitive version. We talked about... I just found it to be fun. I really like, I really like the controls in Bulletstorm. I found it to be... Uh, that I'll agree with well. you on. It was super tight. And I have... I still have... I think I have a copy of it installed on my computer. Uh, yeah. on the, I have it on the PC, which is weird. But um, I, I still have it. I don't know. Maybe I should play that one day. Um, again. Uh, we talked about the Death Stranding trailer. Um, I don't know how to describe this other than that. It just looks like a weird, like, dystopian sci-fi thriller type game action game i don't know yeah for 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 those of you that really want to dig into it um uh google um what happens when you play the two side by side i'll just leave it at that oh that i did not um well god damn it charlie now i'm gonna have to do that then huh (laughs) yeah it's just kojima just screwing with us all again like he does like he does good to know i'll have to keep that up i want to be i want to be in his marketing room because it's got to be all right, so we're gonna put this game on fifty-five years. Uh, so we need to start working. We need to work on fifty-four years of just completely fucking with everybody and thinking it's a, I don't know, a My Little Pony spinoff with uh, the Inside Out characters that all murder each other. Here we go. If this game is any indication of how sharp the, the PlayStation Pro is gonna look running in four K with these games, that's it. Looked pretty fucking impressive. Like I can't think of anything that looks as good as what they showed with that personally well, that's, um, that, that's impossible because 4k is the top there were not a huge amount of surprises during a lot of these reveals or things that people were kind of like Ooh. um but uh guardians of the galaxy telltale series was announced i know goat does not yes give a fuck no i am excited i'm ex- super excited i finally get to skip a telltale game i am so fucking stoked for this how charlie what are your thoughts very excited. Um, would like to know more, but I mean, just the idea is, it has me excited. Well, when I saw the cassette, I was just like, are they doing a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy game? I was like, I don't think that's going to work. And then it said Telltale. I was like, never mind. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> fucking redacted. Actually, I shouted the word redacted probably 10 times during the course of that show because I opened my mouth and put my foot in it. There's our show title, Redacted. Um <laughs> Uh, speaking of, and since we're on it here, did you guys watch the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, the movie trailer? 
Uh, it, it's on my queue. I have not watched it. Watch it. Fucking, it's so good. It's okay. exactly what you would want from more Guardians of the Galaxy. The same, but like, it's fucking good. The very end of that trailer had me and Megan cackling. It's great. Um, awesome. I will say this though. I think Baby Groot is kind of a. They're capitalizing on the fact that it's Baby Groot. It's funny. It's going to work, but I kind of would just like Big Groot back personally. But um, Dauntless trailer, um, which I really, that didn't, it didn't really move me um, at all. It it didn't do anything for me. It didn't do anything for me and neither did Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers did something for me as a competitive multiplayer person because um, this is the game that Cliff Blazinski has been working on since he left Gears of War. If you don't play multiplayer or competitive or co-op shooters, it's not going to do a fucking thing for you. The like multiplayer shooter fans are always looking for more range of movement, like up, down, left, right, mm-hmm. and every direction in between. And this game looks like it facilitates some pretty insane movement and speed. Even if you don't like this sort of game, I recommend you check out this trailer just to see what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, it has the. It looks like the arenas. They have these like gravity spheres that you can basically like latch yourself onto and like like fling yourself. Use them to like like rotate around and then fling yourself off in different directions to like give a lot of verticality to these levels. I am not expecting this game to do particularly well, and I will say this regardless of whether or not it plays well and graphically looked okay it has some of the the most mediocre eight up character design i've ever seen in my oh, life. oh yeah yeah very boring characters very boring characters after overwatch that you mean you gotta fucking you gotta at least be on the level if not improving the fucking standard otherwise you're gonna get yeah. left behind um the prey gameplay trailer i thought looked outstanding a lot like bioshock and space but it looked outstanding to me I missed this one somehow. I think I must have like gotten distracted and missed that. So I got to go back and look. At I, that. I, I recommend I'm checking it out. Game. I recommend checking it out. It looks really, it looks really cool. Oh, um, trailer looked really good to me. Um, mm. Like I was, I was, mo- I was moderate on the first Halo Wars. Like it was, it was fun for what it was, um, but it wasn't like the greatest thing since sliced bread by any means. And um, I know it was just like I played it. I played through the campaign. I had, you know, as as you guys know me, I had no desire to do the multiplayer, and so I was just done. I kind of moved on, but. I thought that this that this Halo Wars two trailer that they put on, uh, where they feature the main uh, antagonist in the game, Atriox, I thought that was a really excellent trailer, like really well done. I I thought the trailer was really well done, but three four three pissed me off so bad with Halo five that I'm not give they're not getting anything from me anymore. Like it's not often that I put a game, a series, or a developer on my do not playlist. They're on there for a while. I'm not. They lied so badly. No, second chance. no, they lied so badly to everybody about what Halo Five was, what it was about, and what it was supposed to be. I don't. I have never seen a bigger disconnect between what a game was and what its marketing department um, sold it as than mm-hmm. that game. Yeah. They sold everybody a lie. The game sucked. The fucking like it was fun. I'm glad you and I played it together, but the multiplayer was fucking trash. They ruined Halo with that multiplayer and anybody that cared enough to continue to play halo multiplayer just went back to the fucking halo master chief collection because halo five is shit. They, they were going for the esports cash grab and it didn't work because they built a crap game. Sorry. I'm mad at that game. That's fair. That's I got, fair. I got, I'm, I sounded so <laughs> good right then. Um, that's awesome. 
Walking Dead season three trailer. I don't care. I just don't care. I am unpopular opinion. I think Clementine is one of the most overrated characters of the last 10 years in video gaming. And I know that is a wildly wow. unpopular opinion. This just took like, a turn. I hate everything about her right down to her stupid forced phony baseball hat. Sorry. This is this is taking a, a very tart a very tight left turn to No, uh, it just happens to be that the two things John, on the fucking list were side by just, side. I promise you. Yeah, there's no I, more there's no more vitriol after this. I don't John, think anything. John's John's putting people on blast. Welcome to the party. <laughs> I, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of Walking Dead as it is, honestly. Um <clears throat> I show, do. I like the show lost me a long time ago just due to its oh, lather, yeah. rinse, repeat like nature. And I if I do play this, it'll be because Telltale makes a damn good game. But I have no interest in playing it otherwise. And as Clementine goes, too, couldn't care less. I'm in too deep. I'm already two seasons in. I have to like see it through. So if you guys happen to hear this loud humming buzzing coming from behind me, um, the it's Batman. complex I live in is uh, apparently have people out here with snowblowers. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's snowed right. today. Anybody who doesn't live in Illinois, and it's horrible. There you go. That's the end of my fucking hateful rant. That'll no, no be more. what I'm going to go do when we get off the show here. I'm going to go put on my snow pants and go inside and snowball. Oh, you poor man. Oh, I, I feel bad for your neighbors. It is what it is, though. Um, and then the last thing that was a reveal for the show, um, how did you guys feel about the Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay trailer? I liked it. I dug it. I was into it. Yeah. I, I feel like... Um, it it looks like a an evolution of what we should maybe expect from a Mass Effect game. I I'll tell you what though, I was really disappointed that the space portions of it, when you're navigating in your ship, were still just like a dumb little overlay with tiny little marbles for planets. We you could do better than that, especially in the next generation. Here you can do something better than that. That to me was I was not excited about that. Otherwise, everything else I thought looked really sharp. A lot of people were complaining about the facial animations in the trailer, though, which didn't bother me terribly much. I don't recall being bothered by those either. No, a lot of people um, were complaining about it. Over one, John, here. Might might be the only one on this list that would interest. Go, go. did you play Shovel Knight? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so uh, a prequel is coming out, Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment. It looks better to oh, me. Man. The character looks That's more interesting. Be... That, kid, that game is frustrating, but I will definitely play it. It's very 8-bit. It's very um, time sequence and a lot of yelling, and it's on my 3DS, and <laughs> I have to keep telling myself not to throw the 3DS. I'm actually thinking about getting it on console so I don't have to be as ginger. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there... So in kind of, in kind of closing out the... the um, you know, the Game Awards, was there anything that you thought, aside from the <laughs> the removal of the Shik Hydro guy and the dude that was doing the VR stuff. Is there anything that you think that they can improve upon next year or anything that you particularly didn't like besides those things? Those are, those are the, 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 the big sour points for me. Um, everything else I thought was very well done. I mean, like the stage setup, like the lighting and like the stage design and everything, like the set was excellent. I thought it was great. Um, the audience seemed to be genuine. Um, it didn't seem like it was like stock full of like, you know, people place in there just to cheer like it seemed like they were genuinely excited about it um everything else everything else about it seemed great to me personally awesome very good um i, I kind of feel the same way you know um i'm enjoying the show enough like you couldn't pay me to watch the vgas i just didn't participate this gives me something awesome to look forward to every year so um 
you know, and this was the first year that I've invited somebody over to watch something like that with me. And I'm thinking about taking video game awards and maybe PlayStation experience and E3 and turning it into like a party every year. Like those are my three things that I go out of my way to do socially and have everybody over for and jolly times. My, my favorite people that like video games, um, including you guys. So, you know, like try to make a thing out of it, you know, we'll see. Um, so let's talk about the PlayStation experience. There's a lot less to, to kind of plow through here just because uh, it's a it's it's just a press conference that talks about how awesome 2017 is going to be for Sony, which is nice. It's fun. So I'm not going to talk so much about the show as I am just about what was um, revealed. Um, the first the first thing was um, Uncharted: uh, The Lost Legacy, which is not a brand new game so much as it is an expansion to uh, Uncharted 4, and it's it's a chapter. They're referring to it as a chapter, but it stars Chloe from the Uncharted series and another female um, protagonist. So this will be the first time in the Uncharted series where you're you're primarily taking the female lead, which I guess makes sense because you got to stick to somebody that's in the Uncharted series already that you know and you like, and this is the Claudia Black character, like the, the voice of Claudia Black from like Farscape and um, fucking, what is it, Stargate and a bunch of other things you might have seen. Um, the one with a very sort of like, you know, throaty uh, accent. Um, and then, uh, they announced the last of us two trailer. Did you, did you guys watch this trailer? Yes, that was haunting. Holy fuck was that trailer. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, man. It, 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 it made me, it made me uncomfortable in a good way. Like it made me, it set the tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I I don't, I, I, yeah, that was, that was everything it should have been. And it was stunning, like visually very beautiful trailer. That is so somebody else said this, I forget who it was, but somebody else said this. I completely agree. Like watching that trailer, assuming that was in game footage, which I'm, I'm assuming that it is knowing, knowing Naughty Mm -hmm. Dog. Um, I'm, that is like the first time I have genuinely been impressed with a next gen game, with, with a current gen game, you know, Um, everything else has been just sort of iterative, but I feel like looking at that and just watching the animations of her playing that guitar, everything looked, I mean, that was a leap above anything I think we've seen so far. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Massive. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. I think you're going to be blown away by what you see. Um, a couple weeks ago, actually, I think it was last week. We talked a little bit about, um, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, the possible rumor of, of Marvel versus Capcom 4. Um, that is no longer a rumor, though it is not Marvel versus Capcom 4. It is called, called Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Um, they showed a teaser trailer um, that apparently I, I found out was in-game rendered, just more well-animated than you're going to get in the final game. And um, then they released a gameplay trailer today. It looks really fucking sharp. Like lightning fast frame rate too, 60 frames. And the trailer features uh, Mega Man and Ryu on one side, and then it's uh, Iron Man and Captain Marvel on the other side, which I think was a smart move for them to get Captain Marvel in there, given that they just cast Brie Larson to play her, um, yep. you know, in the next couple of years here. So I thought it looked good. I'm really fucking excited for it. A lot of fans thought this was never going to happen again as a fighting game fan. Some of the, it's one of those game series that features really well at like Evo. And it was a smart move for Capcom to pay whatever the fuck they paid Marvel and Disney to do this because they're going to make their money back on this one. Um, 
Well, they're going to win twice on that one. Yeah, right. Um, Let It Die is the newest game from Suda51 and Grasshopper Manufacturer. It is just bizarre looking. The way that most people are describing it is is Dark Souls uh, mixed with like a futuristic punk motif. I like everything Suda51 does, so I am fucking on board for this. It's super weird looking like everything he does. Um, Looks cool. Um, Crash Bandicoot is getting a remaster, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, and they're going to put all three of the, the Crash games that are, were most prominent in there. Um, as, like, remasters go, it's pretty impressive. Like, it looks it looks nice. Did you, did you watch the trailer for this, Charlie? I have not seen the trailer for that yet, no. It, they, like, retextured him. He has, like, hair, and it's, like, real fur. Like, it looks like he has actual fur and shit. It looks like they took the level designs and then completely built like modern texturing on top of all of it. So, I mean, it's, it looks, it's weird. If you watch the trailer, it looks exactly like the game you remember, but like if it were made now, it's really weird. It's okay. really weird. Um, kind of surreal, I would say, actually, especially some of the early shots. Cause I'm almost positive. If you watch the trailer, the first few bits of the trailer are from the, original trailer that they showed us it was just cut together in the new engine so it looks almost it looks a little surreal when you watch because you're like i've seen this but it didn't look like this when i saw it um they talked about a destiny update nobody cares um (laughs) they showed a new trailer for horizon zero dawn which looks equally as sharp as everything else they've seen ricky told me while he was at pax though he got a chance to play this and he said it was very limited but he said it was outstanding I'm looking forward to this game. I love everything I know about this yeah, game. Yeah, so me too. Me too. I wasn't impressed the first time they showed it, but when they showed it the second year, it looked real. It looked a lot different. It looked improved, and I think it looks really good. Um, Windjammers, the frisbee-flinging Neo Geo game old enough to drink, is now coming up. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way they wrote it up on the Polygon article that broke this down. <laughs> um, there's a new Resident Evil demo that's coming out for uh, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR. It's out now, actually. Um Knack. So, hey, go. You need to get you need to get Travis to uh, download that Resident Evil Seven demo for the the uh, PlayStation VR. Um, play it and then uh, have him videotape the chronicling of you pooping your pants live. Um, <laughs> knack. I'm very surprised they're doing a knack too. They're doing a second knack. Isn't that strange? Because the first one didn't Fair. sell that well, but the people who like that game really fucking like that game. I kind of yeah. got the impression across the board that it was very just meh. There are a bunch of people that like it, that liked the art direction okay. for it, and the, the, that it was kind of charming. But, I mean, it didn't didn't do anything for me personally. But um, Wipeout is getting a remastered collection for PlayStation 4. Um, they're putting Akuma into Street Fighter V, which nobody is shocked by, but they made him look like an idiot. They gave him, like, his... He's normally, you know, Kum always has the fucking bun with the little orange poof that comes off the top of his head. Well, he let his hair down, and it's like this big, dumb-looking, like, Super Saiyan, like, <laughs> lion mane. He looks like an asshole. Street Fighter fans are not happy with the design. Um, they're putting Lara Croft, uh, Lara Croft Go on uh, uh, on PlayStation 4, and um, it's coming. it's on Steam as well. Nice. Very cool. Um PlayStation Portable Mainstays, Parappa, Lo- Lococo, Loco Roco, and Patapon. I love Patapon so much. They're going to be uh, released on the PlayStation 4 as well. So that's cool. Oh, God, um, man. You just brought me back to when I had a PSP. 
Pat up, pat up, pat up, pat up on. Bump, 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 I fucking love pat upon. I don't, I don't even give a shit, man. That, that game was so cool, it was so fun. I it was a very cool game, very unique. Um, both Yakuza Six and a remade uh, Yakuza Kiwami, the original game, are on the way to the PlayStation Four, coming this way. Um, um, Rampa version three, Killing Harmony, is coming out, and. They put out an Eno Kuni 2 trailer, yay! Uh, which looked beautiful, by the way. I don't know if you guys watched it, but it was pretty stunning. Yeah, I did not watch it because I'm still uh, ashamed I haven't played the first one. So, oh, like you know what? Look, re- let me tell you something. Really, you need to you need to put off whatever you have planned to play and just play the first one. Really, it's it's. I own it. Man. I have it. It's brilliant. I got about twenty three hours into it before my fucking uh, the power supply on my PS three crapped out on me, and I bought one to replace it and bought the wrong one, so I have to sell that one and then turn around and rebuy another one. I just haven't gotten to it. Um, Absolver was announced. It's a multiplayer combat role playing game, which looked interesting in the trailer. But they like a lot of like multiplayer combat games. They don't really give you a lot to go on. So. Um, Starblood Arena was released. Uh, a trailer was released for PlayStation VR. It it looks like they're trying to go with the character designs for an Overwatch kind of thing, but you're in like weird little spaceships flying around, shooting at each other in like what look almost like round arenas. Um, very odd. Didn't do much for me personally. Um, Ace Combat Seven, which they said is supposed to be a PlayStation VR game as well, by the way, which I think would be cool. MLB The Show 17, uh, East Origins, um, which is a 10-year-old JRPG that only got an English localization in 2012. So um, Resogun, uh, Resogun creators Housemark and Eugene Javits of Defender and Smash TV fame are teaming up to make the next to make a game called Next Machina for PS4. Dreadnought, um, and then you can play as Raven in Gravity Rush 2's DLC. That's, uh, that's it. That's what they had going for them. How you guys feel about all that? A couple high points, a couple um, low points. Yeah, a lot of filler. I mean, Last of Us Two, yeah, Last of Us Part Two is going to be exciting. Um, um, you know, I, I think everything that I had thought I only commented on while while you were going through it all. Mm. Very good, very good. Um, that that pretty much wraps up, um, you know, our coverage of of the the game awards and. Uh, playstation experience in terms of releases you know i i know that what i've kind of come to realize with a lot of these shows including e3 and everything too is is that everything always shows a lot better than it ends up playing the vast majority of the time at these events because the point is to hype everybody up um but i feel like the industry is starting to turn in a different direction you got guys like respawn are saying all of the dlc for titanfall is going to be free You've got, um, who was it? Uh, Ubisoft made the announcement that they are no longer going to be doing, um, you know, what they said was kind of arbitrary DLC that didn't have to do with the story. Like all the story, you get all that for with the game. And then all the other stuff is like, if you love the game we made, you'll probably want to spend money on it like Overwatch did. Um, just constant content updates. So I feel like the industry is finally starting to learn from their bad habits. And maybe in the coming years, it will be... So many, I mean, Ubisoft sets such a bad precedent for like showing off games that don't play, don't look like they showed them, that I kind of feel like maybe developers are going to start heading in the other direction and giving us something more honest. So I'm hoping that all the stuff that we're seeing is going to be a fairly accurate representation of what we should expect 
like um i have no doubt that the last of us 2 is going to look amazing when you're playing it no doubt in my mind because naughty dog has such a great track record um one thing oh another high point by the way that i really fucking appreciated uh was when when Uncharted 1, Neil Druckmann came up on stage who, I mean, for anybody who's listening may not know, Neil Druckmann was the person who directed, um, you know, The Last of Us. And as we talked about on the show previously, Amy Hennig was burnt out and removed from Uncharted 4 and kind of usurped by Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann kind of had that like rock star clout from having just done uh, The Last of Us and they said, what do you want? And he said, I want Uncharted and she was burnt out. So he kind of moved in and I think there was a little bit of a bad blood there. Amy Hennig did not appreciate that from what people were saying. Neil Druckmann made it a point during his acceptance speech to specifically thank Amy Hennig because he said without the foundation and everything she built in the games prior to this one, I wouldn't have been able to do this and these characters wouldn't exist without her. So, I mean, he went out of his way to thank her, which was another high point. I actually, with the second he walked onto the stage, I looked at Ricky and I said, if he doesn't mention Amy Hennig, I'm going to be pissed. And he did. And it made me very happy because I didn't expect him to. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that, that's everything I got covered um, for, for the event. Suh, with, with an S. So uh, onward, onward to, honestly, really, that's kind of the last big gaming event of 20, uh, you know, of, of 2016, isn't it? I don't think. Is there anything else between now and the end of the year? Not that I could think of. Um, I think that might be about it. But Let me double um, check. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So the, the onward to 2017, I say. All right. Well, then I suppose we can go ahead and move on to the mailbag responses we have this week, unless you guys have anything else you want to say about all that. No, no, I'm good, man. I think I got it. All right. So our mailbag question for this week was, um, well, yeah, actually, I, I need to digress a moment. Um, so uh, if people were uh, hanging out the chat room last week, um, you may have noticed that um, our friend of the show, Danny Meckler, was in the chat room um, talking with us. And um, he was going to tell us a story, but he had to leave. And so he um, uh, he had a Black Friday story that he wanted to share with us. And so he wrote it out in an email. And I would like to read this email um, to you guys because um, it is I, I promise you it'll be worth worth your time here. It always is when Danny has something to say. Um, this is a this is going to take a minute. This is it's a, it's a, it's a, but it'll be worth it. So this is a dramatic reading of Danny Meckler's Black Friday story. <clears throat> um, uh, so Danny writes, "Sorry about the sudden departure on Sunday. I was selling some spare organs on Craigslist, and my bathtub was running low on ice." Uh, anyways, right. back when I lived in North Carolina, I worked at a Target store in Cary. It was the most boring job I've ever had since I was in charge of the photo lab. I was lucky enough that the photo lab was tucked back to the very farthest corner of the store where customers wouldn't dare to travel back there unless they needed dental cleaning products, but again, North Carolina. <laughs> Black Friday was the only exciting day in that store. The sales staff would line up in front of the electronics counter. The front doors would open, and then we would watch the Golden Corral stampede. Now, I say <laughs> that partially because it was a slow-moving stampede, but also because most people's favorite restaurant down there is Golden Corral, which is like the White Castle of buffets. It's disturbing. A few people fell during the stampede, and we basically had to bury them where they fell. Uh, <laughs> after ring. <laughs> 
After ringing up a handful of people getting their iPod Nanos and corresponding free gift cards, I went buy electronics again to help get games out of the cases. Most customers were uninformed adults buying terrible Wii garbage for their precious darlings, but I did get this one kid who will always remember this time of year. Be sure to use your best thick hillbilly accent for the boy character like you literally have honey stuck in your mouth and angry mama bee is sticking is, is stinging your cheeks trying to get you to spit up that that is his that is his uh his his vocal direction um for me as i as i as apparently for me uh, as i'm reading this <clears throat> uh, so so danny says um being a nine-year-old in a skin-tight camouflage under armor shirt and spongebob pajamas hey buddy what's up Kirby. <laughs> I've got Squeak Squad on DS, or maybe you want Smash Brothers so you can play Kirby and beat up your friends. No, no, I want Kirby. <laughs> Two games I can sell you that include Kirby, buddy. Do you have a Wii or a DS? Yup. Which one? The Wii? Yup. Okay, then do you have Smash Brothers? Yup. And do you have a DS with Squeak Squad? Yup. Okay, great. Now we're getting some work. You have both Kirby games that we have, and there's no others coming out soon. Did you want to try Mario Golf or something? No, no. I want Kirby. Right. Now, if you were listening, we would agree that there's no other Kirby games currently available. But I want Kirby. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's as, as, uh, waiting for my light to adjust. That is how we <laughs> typed it out. <laughs> so that's how I read it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. All right. Listen, guy. Calm down. There's no need to yell. I can't magically produce a Kirby game out of nowhere to sell you. There are only two out. I think the Yarn Thing game comes out next year. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby, Kirby! Is your mom here? How did you get here? Jesus. <laughs> um, Kirby, 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 I want Kirby, 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 Kirby. <laughs> Again, I'm just going with what I have to work with here. <laughs> I mean, that's that's I, I think I did the best <laughs> I could with that script. Accurate. <clears throat> this is an accurate representation of the text that you just showed us. I, I can't fault you for your performance, honestly. Uh, uh, so Danny panicking and looking in the case. Oh, here, I got it. Hands Kid Rayman Raving Rabbids. This game has Kirby in it. He's dressing like a bunny. See? The boy bewildered says, Bonnie Kirby. <laughs> That's right, Bunny Kirby. He hops and does that sucking thing, and him and his friends go on an adventure. Hop hops. <laughs> Lots of hop hops. <laughs> Why don't you hop hop over to mom and have her buy you Bunny Kirby? I watched the kid run up to his enormous mom, steamrolling. We're not fat shaming her. This is Danny's letter. Um, steamrolling steam through the aisles in an electric cart. She picks up the game, looks it up and down, and asks her son, Is this Kirby? And the most adorable little redneck kid hops up and says, Yep, Bonnie Kirby. <laughs> I walk back over to Photo Lab. All proud, I bullshitted my way through that little kid's sale. I see a gift card that a customer didn't take for their iPods, slip it in my pocket, and think, I deserve this one. Two months later, I got fired for using it. Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, Danny, Danny doesn't get to contribute to what we, what, we, what we do here often anymore, but I got to tell you, when he does, he always delivers something uh, unique and magical. 
Yes. yes. I, uh, Danny, I, I hope I, I hope I did your letter justice, your story justice there. But um, <laughs> moving on to our proper mailbag this week. Uh, so we asked for those that watched the 2016 Game Awards, what did you think? Any surprises or letdowns? And for those that didn't, why? Uh, so we got two responses over on Twitter. Uh, w- uh, one from Eddie Grande Herrera, who's at, who's at Eddie G Herrera, uh, says, I'm glad Overwatch won Game of the Year. Uh, we got a response from friend of the show, Miss Jen Blake, who on Twitter is at JenBlake616. She says, I'm really upset Pong hasn't won Lifetime Achievement Award yet. Um, it is a travesty, Jen, to be sure. <laughs> and then John, I think this got- is one best story. <laughs> yeah. There you uh, go. That's then- it. And then, John, you got a response, right? <laughs> I, I, if you want to call it a response, it's kind of a non-response. But, uh, you know, when we asked, I got one re- response from ZZ Nicole who said, I didn't watch it because I don't watch TV. <laughs> had it been on Netflix, I'd have probably glanced at it. To which I had to tell ZZ, uh, is streaming on the interwebs. So find yourself some YouTubes and uh, drink a tall glass of the award show. Um, but that's the only response I got this week. Okay, and then we have an email from Songbird. Uh, Songbird writes, Dear Technotronicron, Goat, and Fallon Flynn, sorry for missing last week's show. I unfortunately was under the weather, but thankfully I've not had any bad shopping experiences. However, I did partake in the Amiibo hunt, which was a little demanding for me, but nothing bad. I was ridiculous enough to come to a Best Buy at 6 a.m., being the fourth person there, <laughs> and it was below freezing. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm glad that's the worst of it, Songbird answer for this week uh was it a game awards show i mean there were trophies being handed out at times but in general the whole thing felt like one big commercial which ate away from the show that i was trying to watch with what few shining moments there was with everything else was cookie cutterish to cringeworthy the majority of the winners i was fine with but maybe if they would tell me what each category stands for and why the winner fits the bill it would be more genuine that still wouldn't explain how street fighter 5 won best fighter though jim she's right there with you hey um, look i'm glad that i'm not alone on that Additionally, the term world premiere seems to vary at most from uh, of them were uh, very as most of them were games we've known about. Oh, and I remember Mr. Keeley saying he wanted to avoid another No Man's Sky incident, yet the most of what we saw was in-game trailer footage, not gameplay. I want to be supportive of the Game Awards, but this year was the worst compared to others as it seemed to degrade instead of getting better. Interesting. Weird. That's so funny. I, I you know, usually I, I feel myself lined up with pretty closely you know with with songbird's perspectives i gotta disagree with you on this one just because um with the exception of the couple of things that we we kind of collectively thought were cringeworthy most of that show i mean I'll, i'll definitely agree that it was definitely an advertisement of some sort but it didn't i didn't feel like it was demeaning or distracting from the point of being a video game award show i do agree that they could have been a little more specific about why said game won that award but i mean it still would i mean it at two hours, it was a pretty packed show. I wouldn't don't want like an Academy Award Oscars three hour show either. You know what I mean? Does any award show do that? Does any award show like explain why a winner won? Mm, I, I, I can't think not. of one that does. Yeah, typically not. Oh, but I, I, I that would that's, that's I mean, but I would imagine they... again to keep it from being super long, it would have to be like. You know, Overwatch was, you know, maybe while they're walking up there to accept their award, it would be like Overwatch won due to, um, you know, art design, you know, direction and this thing. You know what I mean? As opposed well, this is to, this is voted, right? Like there is there's probably like a board that I actually don't or... don't know who does the voting for that. There is like a community vote type thing. They actually if you were watching it on Xbox Live, 
through the Xbox, there was like a you could vote on every category before it won kind of a thing in like the live stream type interactive live stream. So I matter though. There was a popular vote, but I don't know that it I don't know who the people are that decide who wins those. I would like to know that actually. I would be very curious to know what that is. Hmm. Um, Songbird continues, most if not all the awards are pretty much standard, but what awards do you think or not think should be commonplace for video games? Um, huh, okay, that's a good one. Um, I'm, I'm, for the most part, I'm happy with the awards that they have. Um, uh, like the trending gamer award was very weird. And um, because that, that just seems like a popularity contest. It's like, I don't think that's, a, I don't really think that's a, the proper venue for that kind of a thing. Um, like 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 John mentioned earlier, we're, we're, I, I agree that I'm very glad that they added in the the best VR game category. I think that was well, it was due time for that. Um, I don't know. Do, do you guys have any thoughts on this one? Um, what what was the question once more? I'm sorry. Most, if not all, the awards were pretty much standard. But what awards do you think or not think should be commonplace for video games? <sighs> You know, I, I'm gonna say this. I understand why they they keep it separate, but they really do. They really do need to start mentioning PC gaming during this stuff too. They really do because they're like YouTube gamer, like influential YouTube gamer categories, and they're like esports gaming categories. With the exception of Counter Strike Go, like those portions of that show, like those guys pretty much all play PC games a lot. I would say probably more often than they play console games. I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean when you say. I I feel PC like PC gaming should be included more as a category. There should be some sort of. There would should be some way for them well, to so, work. So do you also more. think that mobile gaming should be a separate category and like handheld gaming? Like you uh, think that it should be cut up like that? No, I yeah, mean same. they. I I don't mind. They did do mobile gaming and they did say best like mobile game. So that was a part of that show. So like PC gaming gets this weird like, it gets benched by the rest of like mainstream gaming in a strange way because i mean like the majority of the like the independent games and like the impact games those are all those are all those are all pc titles yeah i I, yeah i understand that and every one of the major ones came out is on on pc as well like it's not about where you play it john so that you play it no trust me i mean as somebody who spends a lot of time in pc gaming there's a lot that gets left out in that in that avenue i'd like to talk about that in a future episode at some point but um, so you think, that there, you think that there's games that should have been nominated or there possibly are, should have let won? Me, let me put it to you like this. The amount of games that come out on the PC as a platform in a given year is probably probably quadruple the amount of games you see come out on consoles and release. Oh, I don't doubt that for a second, but yeah, but a lot of them are good enough to make it into the award mm, show. But a, a shitload of them are good and don't find their way there because it's not... Well, that, so that, 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 that's my question. So you believe that, that, that they're... That that there you 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 could you could I'm not asking you but you could come up with a list quickly of yeah games that I could were I could probably if I scrolled down my my disgustingly long list of Steam games and looked at which ones were on the PC and not anywhere else I'm sure I could find at least five games that should be mentioned in there even sure. if PC gaming just any more than like these games are being nominated as PC games because they are not available on any other platform or they are available only on PC and you know what I mean like they're not console so you- these games so. So you want like a PC exclusive category? Yeah, I think that's all I'm saying. It doesn't need like don't cram them up the butt. It could be, it, it, yeah. and then and they could be sponsored by Steam, so everybody wins. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Because ninety percent of your people who play PC games get them from Steam. For sure. Um, to to kind of answer a question we were asking though, I actually did look into what goes into the rules and voting for the game awards. Um, awards and nominees are selected by by publications that by people or the publications at them. So according to, to the Game Awards website, uh, Game Awards recognizes creative, technical, and gameplay excellence in the video game industry across console, PC, VR, and mobile industries and are selected by the following publications submit their balance, their ballots. Um, OS Gamers, Edge, EGM, Entertainment Weekly, Eurogamer, Famitsu, uh, Funhouse, Game Informer, GameSpot, GamesRadar, Giant Bomb, Glixel, IGN, Joe Video, um, Kinda Funny, Kotako UK, Level Up, Mashable, um, Maristation, Multiplayer.it, Polygon, Rooster Teeth, uh, Spiel Tips, The Los Angeles Times, UOL, Jogos, um, USA Today, Waypoint, and Wired. And then they have a whole other, like f- all of the esports or PC related stuff that does make it in is decided by Dot Esports, ESL Gaming, ESPN, MLG, The Score, Twitch, Yahoo Esports, and YouTube. And then they have like an FAQ section that talks about what their kind of standards are for things. Game companies are not made aware of nominees or winners in public in advance of the public. There is no entry fee to nominate. If you're one of these publications, they reach out to the publications for ballots. So yeah. But um, anyways, just to answer that question, um, proceed, Charlie. I didn't mean to interrupt Songbird's email. Do you have any categories you think should be added or should be removed from the awards? No, I mean, I agree with the YouTuber thing. That's more of a YouTube award thing. Um, maybe, um, I mean, other than that, I mean, other than like sound graphics, I, they, they cover all the, the basics. Like, I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm not even a big awards fan anyways. They could put anything out there. It's all a PR stunt. It's literally just to give video games in people's faces and sell copies. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, but moving on. Um, so Songbird says, so I wouldn't be surprised if you've done talked about the NES being sold at Urban Outfitters this coming Tuesday. But I want to know how this can happen when other stores make more sense. Heck, I even remember when the Wii at one point was at Old Navy. Also, do you guys know anyone who's actually gotten one of those damn things? Um, we had not mentioned that. But um, yeah, that. Really, it doesn't surprise me that much just knowing Urban Outfitters and just how much they go after like <laughs> anything that's like retro chic. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, wait, is it a hipster store? Yes, yes, oh yeah, it's like one of the well, then it makes absolutely yeah, hipster store. Then it makes complete like, sense. Bunch of overpriced shit. Half of the, half of their customers are gonna be like, I got Urban Outfitters before it was cool. Uh, Every check once out my in a while, they'll have something that's neat that's like fairly priced, but they have layered. They're actually, if you look them up and try to read up on them, they're notorious for being accused of marking the prices up on some of their stuff to a point where it seems pretty unreasonable to people. That's fashion. Mm. Gotta be hip. Gotta yep. be cool. Gotta be broke. <laughs> um, but so, so, but so her her question was asking. Um, um, so I think she's asking how, how it can happen when other stores make more sense. Um, retail channel agreements is how that happens. Um, Money. Um, anyways, you actually got, does that, do you guys know anyone who's gotten one of the retro NESs? The, the NES Classic no, Edition? Actually, surprisingly, mm. I don't know a single person who's gotten one. Mine's on order. Do you know... Do you, I, when this if is Amazon ships one. 
But do you know why I don't? I didn't get one. Because I can just I can play every single one of them on my phone with my little Moga controller on an emulator. <laughs> like, why would I pay for something? And I don't feel bad for playing emulated games because I already paid for those fucking games. Like, I've, I've paid for them probably a couple times in the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, now I can see where you're coming from there. Uh, Songbird has one final question for us. She asks, you wake up to realize you've become that chick Hydro mascot. What do you do with this revelation? Off the nearest cliff is my um, answer to that question. Use my head to slit my own wrists and end my life. <laughs> but, so that wouldn't work. Well, to cut the cables, uh, uh, I, I like God. I don't think his neck can bend. That's the that's the fucking hell of it. That's the paradox. You can't bend your own neck to end your own life when you're the shake. John, I would I would invite you to join me in my leaping off the cliff. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, what else could you do? Yeah, no. no. Go either go that or go to the you know police department and ask them to shoot me. You know, like. I mean, like, just they could they could end my life as the shit razor guy. John's going extra dark tonight. John's going like super <laughs> morbid this evening. So, anyways, though, what about you, goat? What would you do if you woke up and you found that you were the shit uh, the shit hydro mascot? Well, I'd go cash my check and then I'd start a Kickstarter to help me my ways and woes and <laughs> GoFundMe so people would cry on my. Uh, my 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 terrible terrible life as a as a razor in the world and then I'd just probably just live off the fat and Don't buy a Mercedes. Lie. You would be shaving butts with your head. Not butts. <laughs> Maybe front butts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. All right. And so sincerely Songbird, she signs off. So thanks, Songbird, for your Thank email. You, Songbird. Um as always, a uh, pleasure to have you back. And uh, so, yeah, um, I think that pretty much does it for our primary content this week. Unless uh, anything else you wanted to throw into the pile? No, no, that should that should right. do it. I mean, just con alt delete in a couple weeks, and yep. uh, you know, for both Feast for Villains and Gamerhead Radio. So we'll probably mention it every week between now and when we're actually up there making funny on stage. So. Yeah, v is for Villains is going to be performing uh, Saturday night, I believe, at mm-hmm. um, at Town Hall Delete. Um, I, pr- I think last time I checked, it was around, it was 8, 8 p.m., I think. That's I correct, yeah. yeah. That should be right. In main events. So, um, and, and in main events, of course, as, uh, as where they belong. And, um, and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say, let's not get wild here. They could probably up, do Panel Room 7 and be fine. Oh, there you go. I'm Fill glad you out. said that. Yeah, I got in my <laughs> shut-up goat for the evening. <laughs> Quota fulfilled. Um... And uh, we'll also be, uh, the, the villains will also be taking part at a number of panels across the weekend. Um, I know Mr. Agitator is doing his, is reprising his, uh, um, his erotic reading yes, panel, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Followed by a panel by a friend of the show, Carlton, about something. God knows more more smutty filth. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. a double feature of smut. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm uh, reading Klopp this time. Um, and, well, we'll get you. Uh, that was, that, was, that was a once that was a one and done thank you very much um, it was one too many times i've heard forever, this stuff Charlie. um no thank you um and then uh and once again gamerhead radio will be perfor- uh, performing slash recording um live in panel room four on sunday at 1 p.m um so uh get your get your ears filled with villain music and smut saturday night and then come uh nurse your hangover at our panel on sunday early afternoon <laughs> 
I, I think that sounds like an excellent plan, personally. But uh, but yeah, and that's at the uh, that the Hyatt um, Regency O'Hare. The, the if you're uh, if you're in the Chicagoland area, it's um it's the one with the big four copper towers over over up in ninety over there in, by, mm-hmm. in Rosemont. Um, but uh, but yeah, so come hang out, have a good time. It'll, it'll should be fun. Um, I know you know, and so like just so John said, you you have all your villains. Um, you, you've constantly coming up for villains. Is there anything else you guys wanted to mention on your itineraries? No, man, that's it. Business as usual for the next couple of weeks, which I'm looking forward to before the holidays wind down. Nothing yeah. happening. Goat, anything you want to share? Anything happening on the the Phoenix uh, camp? No, no, I'm pretty much like batting down the hatches, and I got a thousand things going on, but I'm not talking about any of them until after the first of the year. And on my side of things, um, you know, Winnie City Pony Con has gotten going, registrations open, panel applications open, vendor hall, all that fun stuff. And so, um, yeah, if you want to, if, if you, for for lo- uh, our local Chicagoland fan base about a Pony Con, uh, March 31st through April 2nd, returning to the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg right over by Woodfield Mall there. Fun Con last year, and uh, we're looking to obviously make everything bigger and better this year. A lot of lessons learned, a lot of things are going to be improving on. And um, yeah, no, this should be a uh, should be a good time. A lot of the same folk that were up at Cider Fest running it, I should say. Uh, clarify, we haven't uh, we haven't we haven't extended any invitations to any guests yet. We have a survey up that's running for for people to say who they think we should invite, which is which has given some very illuminating results about who uh, who we might be bringing. But um, no, you know, that that'll be all I'll say on that. Yeah. So, so that'll be that. That's basically going to be the the main thing on my radar until until the end of March. Uh, but yeah. So, with all that being said, um, so so next week's show will be the last one before Con before yeah. before Connell delete right. Um, oh yeah, I've, I've just been saying Sunday. It is Sunday the eighteenth, right? Yes. Yeah, Sunday the 18th. So so next Sunday the 11th will be, we should be, assumedly, back here recording live at, at uh, 8 p.m. Sunday, like usual. Um, gentlemen, was there anything that came out of this show that you'd like to talk about, John? I know that you were thinking about doing some PC-related. Yeah, I mean, that, that's tough, though. We'll have to talk about how to do that coming up, just because there's... You guys don't play PC games, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to do a show on that, unless I had a, we had a guest in here that could do it with us or something, but... Um, you know what I, I, I saw? I, I posted a, a meme, reposted a meme that I saw a bunch of people post earlier this week that gave me an idea for a gaming topic, unless you guys are opposed. I think it could be an interesting discussion, at least. It was a, it was a, a meme that kind of said, like, post the name of a band that everybody seems to love that you just don't get it, like you don't like them. So I would be kind of an unpopular opinion show. Like, maybe, like, Mailbag could be, what is a game that everybody seems to love that you just absolutely don't understand and why? And also then the feature could be games that we know that other people love, uh, just don't fucking get it for whatever reason and why. I think that would be a cool feature. I'm down. You down? I Go, what do great. you think? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, folks, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. so, so our topic for next week is going to be um, uh, what is a game that everyone else seems to love and you just don't understand why you don't like it at all. And um, so that's our question for you. And if um, you can do the reverse on that too. What is a game that only you seem to love and everyone else seems to hate? We'll accept answers both there ways. There you go. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, so that's our mailbag question, you guys, for next week, and it'll uh, be our be the focus of our topic. But um, aside from that, um, if you've liked what you heard, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com, at facebook.com backslash gamerheadradio, at google.com backslash plus gamerheadradio, and on Twitter at gamerheadradio, where I am at TK Charlie. John is at the Fallon Flynn. What's worth? Um, you can uh, subscribe. Um, uh, you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at nine four nine two six gamer. Um, Gamerhead Radio app from Google Play on Android devices, or you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch, or whether your podcast downloader of choice. We should be available on all the major audio podcast platforms. Uh, on the video side of things, as mentioned, we are live here typically every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Please join us and hang out in the chat room. Thanks to the people that have been hanging out and chatting with us tonight. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out. Thanks to everybody that responded to our mailbag question, um, especially over on Twitter, which is uh, not usually where we get some responses. So thanks to you folks. Um, and yeah, so with all that being said, this has been episode 196 of Gamerhead Radio. You guys have a good night. Hey.